0: Uh, hey hey everyone welcome to go live what incredible incredible intro videos there um both gents killing it although um lord addict may have uh not had much
1: insight into what i, I did reali- with the green screen <laughs> i didn't even realize that uh i did it in front of my green screen
0: <laughs> well you did and that gave me creative license as far as i could see um thank you everyone for joining the show we were missing an action last week after since we started this god knows a year a year and a half ago uh thank you so much for waiting we're gonna get into this show we have incredible guests both gents making their debut onto the show uh and we've got some Pretty spicy topics but before we get into that let me introduce my brother in arms asa who i missed your face it's been a while brother how are you
2: yeah i'm great like like you say we missed last week, So it's been a, a couple of weeks we don't normally go that long apart it's great to be back and we've got Got someone from the PlayStation community to to keep things interesting. Some people think this is an Xbox show. It's not. It's multi-platform, but oh, you got right. a lot of a lot of pressure on your Same shoulders. Same issue IOP
1: has, and isn't it? Exactly, we have no idea yeah. where it's they get, get that from. <laughs> <laughs> Same no
3: idea. Why would they make such a crazy assumption? It's beyond me.
1: Definitely. People are always like. People are always like, this, "This, this is an Xbox podcast." No, it's not. It is. This... IOP
0: is more Xbox leaning, though. It, no, you no,
1: know, that that's okay to say that the podcast is probably more primary platform we play is Xbox. But people be like, be like ridiculous. Like, it's like they come for the the slander. I get it. King, King be King. So King like, is I get the it. Force. King is, yeah. you know, <laughs> he has a great he has a great personality, and
3: sometimes mm-hmm. he's like the star of the stage. So yeah. Like you know, you like Beyonce, and everybody's just a background dancer. <laughs> once, he, once he starts going on his speech, oh man, he he he's really awesome. At, he does. So he commands he does the a great space. job. He does.
2: Yeah, he does. And, and it's true. I went on. Um, I went on Iron Lords and added you weren't there for most of it. You were having tooth problems. You'd had some surgery or something, so you only managed mm-hmm. to pop in for like five minutes. So this is our first one together, and all. So I'm looking forward to it absolutely it's been a while we've
0: got almost everyone apart from sov from the lords but it's a pleasure to have you on here we always as we get guests in um to introduce a little bit about themselves so we've got lord addict from the iron lords i don't have to introduce them sir how are you welcome to the madhouse
1: doing pretty good i appreciate the invite it's going to be interesting so what's funny is is i'm sitting there and then i uh when you do the promotion i was like oh Podorok, I didn't expect <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh man absolutely we had to we had
0: to do. i had to do that i'm i you know me i'm a console warring piece of shit i love the console wars i make videos all the time that's for me a metagame in itself but i've been reaching out to playstation content creators for a while because i love the beef some of my my, one of my best friends is a hardcore pony and me and him go at it all the time in the gym everywhere um and so i missed that on the show. I just wanted to reach out. I know like people in chat, by the way, in chat, if there are any insults from either side to our guests, that's just straight. You're going to get fully head chopped off. Please uh, respect our guests. But, I—I'll be honest with you. I, I've been watching your stuff. Last but certainly not least, it is Borderock who has been a divisive character in our promotions of things. We and you have been going back and forth talking about this price thing, which is kind of pissing me off. The thing is kind of expired now, but I think this is the last time. This is the last time we're going to talk about it on the show. We did it two weeks I ago. It was—it was fucking just long. And I, I get it. It's everyone is like, I'm so done with that. I was talking to Rand Rand was like, I'm so done with this thing, but I think it's important to just finally talk about it. Me and portrock Trock were talking about are valid points on both sides. I feel, and just,
1: Oh, now, now I see what's happening, you guys. You know what you're doing. Now I see what? what's happening.
0: What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, so the,
1: there, there was a motive for him coming. He, on. He, he found, yeah. he
3: found out, gas. He found out the playbook. Was all
1: scripted, and you're stuck
3: no, in the No, it's at
0: true. It. I've reached out to seven, I've <laughs> reached out to Jay yeah, Barry. I've reached out to everyone. I was like, look. Guys, come on the show. I have reached out to MBG, of everyone from PlayStation community that I know can carry a conversation on. Portrack, I've watched your videos. You, you know, you do know how to carry yourself. I, I have seen your videos. You make valid points. Me and you had a back and forth, and yet absolutely valid points on, on this price thing. But before we do that, thank you so much for coming onto the show, man. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, one thing we always do uh, is just get a little idea of about our guests. So. Explain to people who may not follow you on Twitter or have not come across you, what is your journey in the content creation space? And tell just briefly what your stuff is about.
3: All right. So I'll start with, I always got to start out with, you know, what's up is the only friend in these YouTube streets, Puerto Rock 77. That's my little (laughs) harmonica, you know. Uh, But as far as content creation started, it actually started in 2015 with my brother-in-law uh we tried yep. to um do kind of like a a multimedia type uh group that's games movies comics all that it was mm-hmm. originally called all access gaming and entertainment aag that's why if some mm-hmm. people notice uh my google is A A G E email and people are like hey what's aage
2: uh-huh.
3: that's the, that was a leftover while vision intended it didn't fall through um okay. it just didn't make it happen um then in 2016 what actually got me back in it. My, my brother-in-law always encouraged me, hey, just do your own thing. I'm sorry what I try to do didn't work out, but yeah. you should do your own thing. I'm like, nah, bro, I was actually doing it for you. I was following Z Zaire for a long time, going back to 2012 and other content creators, like BG during the PS3 era, uh, uh, Black Bond, General M.O.D., or what you know as Ghost M.O.D. Oh, or God,
1: that's an old I, name.
3: I remember him when he first appeared on 360 pretty great vocal unique character right but in 2016 uh zaire had this he you know he's always coming up with new ideas he's like the don king of podcasting right so he had this thing called uh the xbox versus pony debate podcast and like within the first three it felt like he would get the worst playstation guys and the best xbox guys and every, <laughs> qu- and every question he asked was favoring xbox guys the yeah. PlayStation guys didn't know how to handle it right The last draw for me was when he had, uh, I forgot his name, but he got totally demolished by Jay Sentries. Jay Sentries was one of the challengers. Yeah. He's not around as much before. And it was just so bad that I just sent a DM to Z. I'm like, yo, how? Ultimately found out that this guy wasn't even a PlayStation guy. he was a PC gamer. Because at the end of the day, he's like, oh, you know, really, I don't really play PlayStation. I play on PC. (laughs) And I was like, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> I sent a message to Z, I'm like, what the hell you doing here? Now you have PC guys representing PlayStation. <laughs> He's like, are well, you talking that shit? Why don't you come on? That's yeah. how Z is. Z is Z, 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 oh, wow. that, okay. that aggressive. You could come on
1: then. So yeah, I came he on. He's definitely a very unique individual. <laughs> he will have no
3: power. He says, you want to complain? Fine. Then you come up with the solution, right? So then he had me debate j Sentries, and it just didn't go well for j Sentries. That, that video's still <laughs> up. And then at that point, Z's like, hey, I got a great idea for you. It's like Don King. We're going to start your (laughs) channel. We're going to bring you back up. I don't care if you do it on a stupid PS3 camera, but you got to do it. We're going to do great things. And then from then on, it went multiplayer podcasts that he had. Then I started boosting up my own channel. And then over and over, it led to here. Uh, But there's periods of lapses in my content creation where I couldn't be consistent because I'm in the military and the Marines. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in 2018, I moved to Germany and and, and for you oh. content creators in Europe, I have extreme respect for you guys because it is challenging because it's and maybe you could chime in. It seems like all content and news and shows is based on. Oh, America. U.S. US. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got to be up at 3 in the morning. American. Yeah, you yeah. got to be up at 3 in the morning. So for me oh, to keep no, up, no. I had to do podcasts podcast on a Thursday or Tuesday at 3 in the morning, but then I got to go to work and run three miles at 5. I'm like, I can't do it. So <laughs> yeah, that yeah. starts everything. But yeah, but most of it, my content creation is just based on just more as a hobby uh, yeah. rather than a business at this stage. Because right now I'm still in the military, so that's my primary focus. And at any time, yeah. if Uncle Sam says, hey, get your ass to the <laughs> Ukraine, you guys will one day will say, "Hey, where's Portarock? We haven't seen." Oh, damn. Now. Okay. And that's,
0: well, that's just a how bit it
3: perspective. Is. <laughs> <laughs> the console war, <laughs> and, that's just, and that's just how it is. Real one wars. Day, one day <laughs> you could just see me not talk for like months. Yeah. Because I'm oh, not around it. and I can't speak about it. So it that's could just kind of scary, happen. actually. Yeah. Well, respect
0: so. to you, respect to everything that you do, and that kind of adds perspective into, especially in all the whole console war business and all yeah. this nonsense that we get involved in, which we like to swim in the source, but. We say the word war, I always had a little bit of guilt with the war tag associated with console wars because it's like, well, real war, let's just distinguish the two things. They're very markedly different, so, but Mm -hmm. yeah, respect to you, and yeah, it's good to have you on. You've been making waves. You have a name for yourself because as soon as I announced you were coming on, oh my god, it's just like, why are you getting him on? Oh, he's a pony. I'm like, I'm an Xbox. Like, come on, bro. Like, you guys were coming after me when I was saying Xbox's showcase was absolute dog shit, Um, but you know, it happens. It swings and rounds about, but in Game On Daily, we never, never, ever skirt away from discussions. Asa, you can attest to that. Nothing ever says, like, well, unless it's like some non-gaming issue or a political issue, which we still talk about, but we tend to, as long as it's relevant to gaming, we never shy away from that. And I think, Asa, you've said to me that, look, we need to balance this out because we have such... Because I'm friends with Dealer, Cole, and all of them. These are big Xbox guys. We need to bring it on. So, hopefully, please come on. Like, I've DM'd a few of you, like PlayStation guys as well. Please understand this is a. The green logo does not mean it's green game on daily. It was designed after masses of consultation with our graphic designer on what color we wanted. The G is an on logo. Didn't want it to be red because of negative association. But long story short, we are a multi platform uh, channel. We always have been. And. People who have followed us from time do know that, despite the fact that I'm a pony. Let's get into it. So generally, let's just get into these topics. This is, this is a good introduction to both gents. It's nice to to kind of just break the ice and understand the back, background behind everyone. Addict, though, you are a man of few words, which is weird on a podcast. So tell me, you didn't tell us your journey into this space. Tell us, what brought you um, in? Because you are the glue that brought the lords together, if my understanding is correct.
1: Yeah, uh, originally I was the host of the IOP, wow. and uh, yeah, it was back. It was way back. I mean, you couldn't even find those episodes. You might be able to find them on Spotify, but like uh-huh. that's all because originally it was just me, uh, Cog, and two other people, and it was a Destiny podcast. And uh, uh, yeah, you know, we we went from there. Uh, it took a little bit. Like I kind of like hit the reset button. Well, yeah. when, when we got, you know, King and Solve, because I was like, you know, I feel like, you know, we, we had a lot of growing pains with the original crew. Mm-hmm. So now that, you know, me and Cog know how to run a podcast a little bit better, uh, maybe it's it's okay to uh, hit that reset button. So uh, episode <laughs> 10 went to episode one. And, yeah. uh, and it's, the it's rest like, is
0: history. You guys have grown you, like massively. A force now. You guys have masses of viewers. Lots of loyal. Your chat is ridiculous. It's like an event every Sunday.
1: It's amazing. It's, it's funny
0: because Destiny brought you guys together which is now a PlayStation first party game. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of insane
1: if you think about that. What's funny is... Uh, the, How's King
0: going to reconcile the fact that Destiny is a PlayStation first party exclusive? How is he going to wrestle with that? Because the people are going to come up to the show. He chair.
1: says it's for the streets, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> oh, King. When the, oh, I don't know how he's going to... But he, he, he's bulletproof for sometimes, I feel. Now... I want to talk about this topic, and it will be the last time, I promise. Unless something... I hope nothing. there'll be no developments here. The $70 price tag, me and Port Rock were going at it. There are conversations that we're having in the background loads of people. This can go both ways. My view is, I don't think it's justifiable. Um, and there's more nuance to it. Twitter doesn't allow it. But I don't think it's justifiable you have a competition here. I said, look, Microsoft is on the platform holder. That's, they're not doing it. Why is PlayStation... Kind of leading it, Portrock. You mentioned correctly that actually it wasn't PlayStation leading it, Portrock. Because since me and you were going at it, and people may not be following us on Twitter, t- uh, tell me where am I wrong on this? Like w- w- I think people are just excusing Sony for charging more, and I find it somewhat frustrating that people will defend it. But you tell me well, your position.
3: So I don't see so. The question is just the term justifiable, right? Because I don't look at mm-hmm. the gaming industry any different than any other business industry, right? When you look, back, I differ when, with that, but okay, yeah, yeah. When you see, um, the last time we got a price increase on games was 2005, when it went from fifty to sixty dollars, and that and the mm-hmm. thing is, from my perspective, I already it it just seems like I feel like Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day. A lot of the <laughs> points I'm hearing today, it was the same exact points I heard mm-hmm. back in 2005. Oh, mm-hmm. why are they charging? And then the answer was, oh, well, it's because of HD upgrades. Well, PC had HD already, so that's not an excuse. And it was just a lot of back and forth, back and forth on that. And then eventually what we started seeing was game budgets got, you know, uh, bigger. Um, games, uh, development studios that were particularly one size for PS1, PS2 games and mm-hmm. OG Xbox games and GameCube games got bigger for the PS3, 360 and so on and so on. So when I look at this, all right, so... Industry-wise, because I see this as an industry. I don't really see this as a Microsoft-Sony thing, because to me, if you, okay. just, if you just look at it from two platform holders, to me, it's only going to go down one road. One company is better than another, right? Yeah. And when you just limit it to just those tools and you don't look at it from the indie perspective, then the real questions you can ask are, is the, is the industry anticipating bigger budgets? Are they prepared to pay these developers more? Because think about it. If a game was $60 in 2005 and the developers had the tools and knowledge of 2005 now you fast forward 17 years later how much more do developers know how much talent do they have how much work do they have to now be responsible for pretty sure hmm. they want to get paid more because they're better than do they, they
0: get paid developers. more I'm really good but
3: those but those are the conversations we need to have but we're not having that because some of us just whittle down the Yeah you know, from
0: battle lines on content yeah. yeah and if
3: That's you cool. just and if you just look at it from two platform holders you're going to ignore is the industry ready to increase the budgets on these games? Are there going to be more people working on these games? How much are the tools? You know, we talk about the tools and all the things we expect from these consoles. How much does that cost publishers, right? And if game budgets are bigger, is the risk bigger for now publishers, you know? There's a difference between making a game at $80 million and it fails versus $200 million and it fails. Mm-hmm. But none of these conversations are being brought up because it ultimately comes down to Microsoft and PlayStation or at Sony. And, that, and there's only one road. It, it ultimately is going to go down to one road. This company is better than this company, and once you start <laughs> there, then the people are going to take it personal, and they're going to say, Microsoft no games, so I'd rather pay $70 for a PlayStation game than a $60. And then it yeah. just gets ugly. Uh,
4: let's and, and, be honest. And that's Big,
0: big reason for this debate is on console warring. Um, yeah. I, don't, I question how genuine it is. I mean, even for myself, looking introspectively, um, I'm... Uh, uh, probably the last person I could talk about, but well, I'm not espousing that, and I did say this before, like, if you glean value from $70, that's up to you. Solid Rev got it in the neck for saying he would buy The Last of Us Remake for $150. But I completely agree with him. If that's how much value he thinks the game will glean, that's fine. Like, I've I've spent ridiculous amounts on microtransactions. I spent mm-hmm. $10 less uh, this week on to uh, Dragon Ball Z for Fortnite. And I don't even play Fortnite. Well, I've I've started playing now. I'm going to make a video on that, by the way. Fortnite
1: is amazing. (laughs) I've been sleeping on it for ages.
0: Salared
3: made a funny comment. He's like,
0: I better not see people complain
3: about Sony in that remake, but you spent $20 on Goku in Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) I replied
4: to that.
0: Slightly different, though, in my opinion. But it's funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. true. And I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because I tweeted that out because we follow each other. And he was just like, you better know, as soon as I put that video <laughs> up, he tweets that. I'm like, you bitch, you'd That's fucking true. push that out there as soon as I did that. <laughs> um, I
3: think the conversation between Microsoft and Sony, if it was to be a valid conversation, I think it would be, do they have influence to cause other people to raise their price? And I think that would be a valid conversation. Like if Sony says, hey, we're making $70, and a third party's like well hell sony could do it why can't we if that's the conversation then that's a good conversation where is sony influencing that but i don't think they have mm. that much influence in that point because take two they were the first ones before yeah anybody they said hey our game's going to 70 dollars and then you saw ea say it <coughs> activision said it then sony then bethesda because their games went up you know def um i think uh what is it uh i didn't play yeah, it but uh and def Loop, i Tokyo. think it's at, I think those were $70, right? Or I think I, Ghostwire you know? was. Yeah, Ghostwire. So they're starting to do it. I think logically speaking, it's it's the combination of what the industry expects to spend over the next two gens, because I think the $70 price tag will be this gen and then the next Xbox and then prepare mm. for another price increase. That could be the conversation. It's just, quite, it's just whether it's genuine. Like you said, are you really going to pay the developers more salary? Are you really spending the budget you claim you are, you know, things like that.
0: But we've had publishers on here. Uh, well, I'm, granted, they're indeed publishers, but there's still, No More Robots has, descendants is pretty big, and they've published a lot of games, and they've very really strongly said that's an entire price, and they, they argue that the money doesn't go in. They, I, I would also say, Rock, what would you say if I said, well, why is Xbox not doing it? Xbox are not charging $74 now, okay.
3: for now. Oh. So I would say, if you look at the trend, look at the companies who did do it. Take okay. two, they got some of the best-selling games on the market. Mm. Activision, they got some of the most popular games on the market. EA, they got some of the most popular selling games on the market, like FIFA, Madden,
4: mm.
3: Sony. Yeah. Obviously, their game's selling well. So if you notice the trend, I think it's the ones who know, hey, we already in our game. People buy a lot of our games, so we probably could start this. Microsoft right now is in that, you know what? Let's build our reputation. Let's get back to making great games. Let's make games people could be popular. And then we can mm. pull the trigger. It's kind of like Game Pass. So not later, they're going to increase the price of Game Pass. They I They just so too. can't do it now. Yeah. Because people are going to question, like, wait a minute. You ain't really doing, fulfilling the full vision. So it's all timing. And I think the companies timing. that feel strongly in their IPs, they're willing to do mm. it. I mean, Warner Brothers starting to do it. I think uh, Gotham Knights is going to be $70. So they feel confident that they're about to push the content that can get these prices. So I think it's just a question of when people are ready to say, hey, we're up to that level to advertise these prices versus the ones that be like, you know what? We're going to wait a little bit a while. We're not there yet, but we're going to get there.
0: That's a great point. I actually do agree, but I want some dissenting opinion. Hopefully from addict, addict, place xbox are just doing this portrock is saying xbox are i'm just gonna just embellish exactly what you said xbox are just trying to pull a wool on your eyes they're trying to be kumbaya because they fucked up last generation and trying to be like look please look we're the nice guys <laughs> and that's what it is they're pulling the wool on their eyes because the price hike is inevitable what do you say to that xbox are not charging extra but is is it really should, should sony be called out for this pricing what's your take on on this
1: Well, I mean, you know, you do have uh, cinematics to where, you know, Bethesda games launching after they bought them still launched at uh, 70. Sure, Mm -hmm. there are PlayStation games, but they could have easily turned that to 60. Um, You know, I do think it's one of those things where, you know, I don't think that they're in the state of weakness where they don't feel like they can do it. I think they're just trying to be the good guys long as possible. Okay. Um, You know, because for the most part, and I think, you know, Game Pass has gave them a little bit of wiggle room from doing that because they're getting a consistent amount of stream of income. So that might prevent them from going that way in in general. But as far as like, if it's worth 70, you know, I don't agree with it. I'm not, I'm not going to co-sign it, but like at the end of the day, like the, the, the gaming industry got us by the balls, like, like, you know, what's worse than paying $70 Mm. not playing God of War because of seventy dollars. Like <laughs> it, it is just like. That what am shade I? shade
0: at funds. Don't you dare come at funds. He will pay. He will buy it. I'll it's game just, share with him.
1: Yeah, it's um, just at the end of the day, like there ain't a whole lot we could do. I mean, obviously we could go out there. And we, we could say vote me, with our
0: wallet, but yeah,
1: but but is that really gonna do anything? No, like, no one's
0: even gonna do but, that either way because we 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 are thirsty, bo- mo- mofo's. We will buy that shit. Like, if like it's Goldar, so you're right there. Well, I, I mean, people, the
1: if a game doesn't sell well, they're just, you know, God of War 3 will just come out on a, P- a PC day and date. So, it's oh,
2: just, you know,
1: it, it is what it <laughs> is. At the end of the day, I don't personally feel like there's got to be a movement behind stuff just not voting for wallet isn't enough Uh, for the most part anything that's changed these multi-billion trillion dollar companies to reverse uh, you know policies or reverse implements of features in games it's always been a social media movement before the game even came out it's yeah. never been when the game's out you know certain games like Battlefield 5 maybe you can argue on that debate mm-hmm. because I know that mm-hmm. you know the sales wasn't there but that game yeah. got hit way before that game came out on matter of different standpoints so it's just like it's like I said man they got us what are we going to do like we're just not going to play games like
0: the, see the thing is Acer on this we've talked about this I think the pricing is needs to go the other way. We seem to ratify the seventy dollars, but we should be challenging that irrespective of whether it's Microsoft, Sony, falling, following suit, why are digital prices full price on digital stores? Microsoft's been charging that price for, for time. We, they don't scale based on content. Games release broken now. They're piecemeal with DLC, with microtransactions. That's what pisses me off. When I'm talking about it, or I'm talking to Porter Rock on Twitter and stuff, and I'm like, no, man. And That's where my angle is coming from. It's like, and- we need to go back a few steps, because whilst People say, well, gaming is the only industry where we are talking about this. Well, gaming is also, to me, quite unique because it's the industry where it has such core fan base such strong feelings that that's why this generates this conversation. I just don't think we should just keel over on this topic
1: either. It's not about keeling over. I, I think it's more about just being realistic to the situation that we're in. You know, uh, we, on Xbox, thankfully, you know, we, we haven't had to deal with it too much. But, you know, if you want to play any of PlayStation's games, you're paying $70, or you are going the fuck home. So,
3: it, yeah. so I, I, let, me,
1: let me peel back
3: on that one. So, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and & Clank and Returnal were $70 games, and they came out last year. So, they're just a little over a year old. Yeah. If you buy those games now, they are actually cheaper, generally, on Amazon or Best Buy. Than Breath of the Wild, which came out five years ago. Um, yeah, in 2017. <laughs> Breath of the Wild to this day, on average, is fifty dollars. And yeah. you can get return on Metro and Clank for forty dollars or even thirty. Now I'm can not you saying really want...
1: compared Nintendo games to PlayStation no, well, and no, Xbox games no, though, no. they always high. No, but what I'm saying is
3: we're not the, the consumer's not totally at a disadvantage, right? Because these games will drop in price, unless you're Nintendo, but PlayStation games they drop in price rather quickly, rather effectively. So you could be like, you know what? I'm not buying this game at $70. Let me just play these other games. Let me play my backlog. Let me play a third-party game. And then be like, hey, this $70 game is now $40. Boom, I'm going to buy it. So really, the audience we're talking about is the day one. I want to play these games right now on the day release. I got a pre order. That's the one. Those are the ones that really are impacted by this. Everybody else, if you have a little bit of patience, this $70, have zero patience. it's not, yeah. If you have a if you have a, just a little bit of patience, you'll be surprised. Yeah. You probably won't spend a single $70 game ever.
1: Or you just wait yeah. for, game the Game Pass.
3: Huh? Well, you could yeah, <laughs> you just wait for Game Pass. Same thing. You know, if you have the patience. Uh. There's plenty of content to hold you over on price drops and stuff like that. And then, you know, you have the big Black Friday deals, Christmas deals. There's always some type of deal. So we're not totally mm. at a little disadvantage. I think is, since we're pretty much the group that likes to play games the day arrives and we like to talk about it we're content creators this really impacts us other people be like i'll just keep playing madden until it goes down to (laughs) 40 yeah that's true i'll be all right
0: right. exactly and that's where the voting with a wallet thing is a bit of a damp (laughs) damp instrument there because it's not really gonna make a, a difference there but asa what's what's your take on it i just feel uneasy making perhaps excuse. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, because you're explaining quite succinctly what actually happens. But Asa, should we take a stand on it? Should the industry course <laughs> correct in its pricing?
2: I think if we're going to take a stand, we need to do it pretty carefully. So the one thing that is true in all of this, like irrefutably, is that the cost of making games is more expensive than it used to be. Yeah. What's mm, What's less clear is that you need to recover that cost by charging more. There's other ways to to go about it. And Microsoft's approach is very clearly to broaden the audience. So it's the same product, yeah. but it's not a physical product. You're, you're making something and you're selling as many copies as possible. You can get more money by broadening the audience and bringing more people in at a lower price. And that's where the subscription services come mm. in. And that's that's great at the moment. Option two, microtransactions and post, post-sale revenue, mm-hmm. which most people are less keen on, right? Like, yeah. There's a time and a place for it. You love your Fortnite and your Apex Legends. There are service models that can be fair and good and then there's option three, which is literally charge more money for the game to cover that development cost. Um which is not, I don't think, the smartest option. But it's also not the most evil of those three options either. So there is a there is a balance to be found. And I think people are quite right to refute it and saying, Yeah, but look at these companies' profits. They don't they don't need to squeeze more money to cover this development cost, they're making money. And in some cases that's true, but then you look at the likes of Square Enix and it's it's less clear cut. Mm, and you I look think at that's, that's different like
1: I, I you know sorry to interrupt you i think they're making less money because they're make they're they're not making good games like, a lot of their games oh. are hit and miss. You got, like, the Final Fantasy, some of their Japanese games. You know, you got some of them doing well, but a lot of their games, it's just not selling well. And, and you know, you, you you can go off, like, you know, the the Marvel thing does good. Uh, you know, I know they did Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure that did well. But they as didn't. far as besides that, I don't That's Hundreds of millions. It's a good game. But yeah. as far as, like everything besides that final fantasy i know marvel avengers like completely blew up in their face uh, i know a bunch of the games that they're publishing doesn't sell the greatest it's just like I, I think there's a lot more issues with square enix than than the the core standards of you know their their sell wise
2: yes i mean square enix was just like, as an example though because they have pretty strong ip and they've still struggled so the thing hmm. with them um, with triple development in general is it has always been considered pretty high risk which is why all of the sony games are the same because getting away from that is a risk. So they do what yeah. they know. And this is why Ubisoft games are, are the same, right? They they follow a formula and we criticize them for it. But you can also appreciate why they do it, because it's expensive. And if it doesn't sell, then you get the Square Enix situation where they like, oh, we lost 600 million dollars on the Avengers or whatever it was. So. So,
3: so to put the profit in context, right, um, remember, Industry is absolutely profitable, make big gains, but it's based on the numbers of what they've been doing in comparison to profit they received. The question is, how much are they going to invest? How much more are they going to invest? How much bigger? Like, for example, the amount of people that worked on The Last of Us 2 was in- incredibly much more than. And both games were $60. Yeah. other was with $60 with a much lower budget, a lot less people. Fast forward you know, what was that? Uncharted was 2007. So fast forward to 2020, 13 years later, they had temp agencies all across yeah, the world. Not contractors. Big, a bunch yeah, contractors. They just had a whole bunch of people, but the game was still $60. So when we say, hey, the industry is profitable, yes, based on the numbers of what they've been doing since 2005. Are they going to increase now? Is everything just going to get bigger? Is that average mm. game now going to be 500 people versus 100? You know, I, I'm not saying that that's how it is, but I think that's where the conversation needs to lie. You know, so I look at this $10 of potential investment, but there could be a room of just plain old greed and they're not going to do nothing. It's still going to be the same amount of money. So that's always a possibility. Uh, but I think with these powerful impossible. systems, we're going to see some incredible stuff ladder, to be honest,
1: that we couldn't get. So I, I I think they, they're just going to charge us more for semi-same products. And, and you know, well, Ace was talking Agreed. earlier when it was talking about, you know, there's multiple different avenues you can make money. A lot of these companies are going to do all three of those. They're going to do one. They're going to do two. They're going to they're gonna charge us $70 with the microtransactions on top of it, mm-hmm. and they're going to throw in season passes on top of that too. So yeah. it, it's for, just like it, a lot of it's greed. It is. Yeah. But it's I like think a, it's
0: greed. I think it's greed. It, so I you generally don't think we're going to see –
3: just like the way we transition from PS1, PS2
1: to... I don't uh, think we're ever going to see a transition like that PS3 again. to
3: 360, where we've just seen incredible worlds, bigger worlds, better AI, better <sighs> physics. i pray, I pray we see that.
1: Pray,
4: that's, <laughs> what do we do? that's
3: it. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that all these promises of just bigger worlds, more lifelike worlds, you know, better physics, Unreal 5 engine is just going to just do things incredible and whatever. That's what I'm hoping for that the industry pushes instead of just higher fidelity PS4 games. Yeah, I'm sick of
0: that. I'm with you 100%. And and this is why I'm so sick of the cross-gen thing. And Mm. I do think, and on that point of pricing and cross-gen, and I'll say it before, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Microsoft will follow suit with $70. They will. And they will probably, they will. They will 100% and they'll do it this gen. And most likely they'll do it when we work cross-gen period goes off and we go into next gen. When cross-gen is a thing of the past, praying it's soon. I know shortages and all that nonsense. Xbox is following suit. So for the Xbox warriors who are putting that stake in there for console wars, you have to take four future-proof your arguments because Xbox is following suit. It's going to happen. I promise you that. When Iron Greenberg was on RDX and Fonz asked him the price on the on the pricing, he, he was pretty. Yeah, he he fumbled on that because he's like, I can't really talk about that because that means they they they're buying time. And I agree with you, Rock. It's all about showing the face, showing face. Cool. For me, it was more about well, stop defending the price because it's a bit more emotive than that. It's like because it's your because it's Sony Xbox thing, but. I could turn that around in a multitude of different ways because ultimately, I'd pay for quality um, easily. I'd pay $70. i have paid $70 already. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, the $70 price tag hurt Returnal sales. I bought it day one, but a lot of people didn't. And I, I think if it was up to the developers uh, behind uh, Returnal, what are their names? I always forget.
4: Um, the one that the pass-
2: one that really passmark. undermined it for me though was Gran Turismo. Like That's Sony's whole messaging about quality and all the rest of it. $70 games, mm. but you don't have to pay for everything else on top. And then Gran Turismo came out, quality was really iffy and had microtransactions everywhere. And you just, that's reading the market all wrong, as far as I can tell. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. their sales say otherwise, maybe Gran Turismo is doing brilliant for them and people are buying that currency all over the place. But in our little areas where we discuss these things, $70 yes. plus pay for currency, it's not the move.
0: It, Absolutely, it, it I think we, Grand Turismo. On that point, Rock, as you're here, sorry, I keep calling you Rocky. Well, I'll call it Rock. Um, Last of Us remake, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be seventy dollars. I know, me and Solid go at it. That game hasn't even got multiplayer components, cut co- co- content. That's the main thing I see. And I will say, I will say, fine if your gameplay. They've said the gameplay improvements and AI changes. They did show Ellie's more, more responsive to enemy AIs, which was my scathing issue with the last game. Do, what do you, where do you sit with The Last of Us Remake on $70? So,
3: so, so I already said this. Uh, for me personally, I don't think it's worth $70, but primarily okay. because I played the game twice already. Okay. Um, and, the exp- and me, I'm not, I enjoy graphics, but that's like not, not my number one go to. Like, yeah. if they would have used The Last of Us 2 combat engine or a brand new engine that Naughty Dog intends to use for their future games, then I would have paid for it because I would love to see what it does. Yeah. But if, let's say, there was a gamer that never played The Last of Us for whatever reason, they got a PS5, and they asked me, mm. hey, should I get the $70 remaster or should I just get the $30, $40 remaster from PS4? I'm telling them, no, get the $70. Because if this okay. is going to be, if this is going to be a good way to say it actually, if, yeah. if yeah. this is going to be your first experience, meaning this is the first time you've seen the story, first time you played the game, you're never going to get that feeling back. Because sometimes I wish I never played the game just so I could experience what it is, and you're going to want to yeah. play that as its best. This is the best way to play it. Fair enough. If you already played the game, like me, I played it twice. I played it on the PS3. I played it on the PS4 again. Played it again. Beat it on grounded right before play two i'm not going to get much out of it for 70 dollars right yeah So for that one specific game for me it's not worth 70 dollars. but there are so people that they're just such huge fans of naughty dog and and sometimes if you're a playstation gamer and you hear naughty dog they can do wondrous things on the console that nobody else or very few people can do and you expect other people hey if naughty dog can do it why aren't you guys doing it? You know? Yeah. Some people are just looking forward to this game because they just want to see that Naughty Dog magic. And that's really where the $70 comes in. That Well, that's but, a great so
4: point. Really, that
0: brand, is a, yeah, you know, it's the seat of will, approval Indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So it's really, it's a game. It's like, just like anything else, it's a game by game person. I will most definitely, I bought Returnal for $70 and it was the best $70 I spent. My personal 2021 game of the year. It's just, it was just an incredible experience. So I yeah. would pay that. No, it, was it was my game of the gen,
0: the first one It's fantastic. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know? I just <laughs> want to t- tackle something. Blaze, you piece of I He says, I owe him a hat and sauce shirt. I have the DM saved. Literally, Blaze, what's your address? I'm sending you the hoodie and the shirt. Blaze, 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 Blaze. So, Don't you dare propagate. <laughs> I wasn't sending my shit. I literally begging him for his address. Let me send you the stuff. Uh, I but he give doesn't have his address either.
2: You. You're safe for that, man. Get a P.O. box. <laughs> Get a P.O. box. Like David he loves, Jaffe. He doesn't want, yeah.
3: want no
0: Xbox fanboys hate mail every single day <laughs> yeah. by the boatloads. I'll send him my urine uh, as well. Oh
1: my um, God. <laughs> oh my. Okay, Blaze, don't send it. Don't send it. No, bye-bye.
0: just buy it from the merch buy it from the store store, you cheap piece of shit (laughs) Um, uh, let me read the super chats face23 brooklyn new york thank you again man you're always supporting us with the super chats and you don't have to do it so high but thank you he says microsoft says Xbox is unlikely to compete successfully with PlayStation this gen, as Sony's market position is too strong in court documents. As it revealed, PlayStation sold more than twice as many consoles as Xbox last gen. So this is a very interesting take. I didn't think we managed to talk about this last week, because uh, we weren't live last week. Um, so this is quite funny. On the one hand, you have Sony saying... i I'll Rock, I'd love to get your thing on this. Sony says... Call of Duty is a force of its own. It belongs to its own gaming category. It's impossible to compete with Game Pass. or take a few years because they own sixty to seventy percent of the market cap. And then you've got Microsoft saying we're poor. We did like we lost two to one, two two,
3: twenty. Both both companies are so full of shit that yeah, Earth, so I'm sorry. True. They're both so you can, you can curse it, it's fine. But, you know, it's like it's like it's like the equivalent of you getting in a car accident, it was like a fender bender. Then when you go to court, you're in a wheelchair, and everybody's like, What the hell is this guy talking about? You know, it's just to the extreme to their own intent, right? It's just yeah. so hilarious just seeing everything. How this goes, you know, Phil Spencer's like, Ah, you know, Activision's not a big deal, I'm like, dollars, it seems like a big deal, and Sony's like, Oh. Everything will just be a disaster. When I'm Call of Duty. <laughs> Yet over the last five years, our first party, our first party, they hardly ever yeah, mentioned Call so of Duty. True. But now, oh my God, it's like <laughs> the foundation of PlayStation is built on Call of Duty, and it's like, man, these guys—they're <laughs> really putting on a show in this court trial. You know, it's true. Like that. But, but in the conversation, there is some little truth to that. So we'll start with the Sony and Game Pass, right? Okay. Uh, if you listen to Sony Game Pass, right, you're right. They're not going to be able to complete a competitor uh, in the way Game Pass is advertised, specifically day and date, because you yeah. need capital. You need capital when you're trying to. Yeah. It's just like Netflix, right? Netflix was building up these amazing shows, but they were borrowing mm-hmm. money because they knew the end goal was to build that subscriber base. Yeah. Sony doesn't want to go into a system where they're making lots of profit with their big first party AAA games and now to adopt a new model. They're gonna go into the red, lose money, and mm. go year after year after year until they hit back to profitability. Yeah, they don't have the capital for that, right? And they're not yeah. willing to risk that capital. Microsoft, that's chunk change for them. They're like, yeah, we got yeah. this. We'll, we'll we'll just keep feeding. It's like the Iraq War. We'll keep feeding this sucker until it <laughs> works, right? <laughs> keep just, just, just keep little, going. On. Keep on. Just keep going. Keep going. They have the
0: bank it. to do yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you have the bank to do it, and that's why Sony's like, man, we really we don't have Microsoft's bank to compete from this. So obviously, they're gonna make it like this. You know, whatever. As far as Call of Duty, um, they're right. Sony can't create, nobody can create a Call of Duty. That doesn't mean you can't create a successful first-person shooter. Apex is successful. Battlefield, in its own right, is successful. So you've seen successful first-person shooters, but none of them is Call of Duty. Since 2007, Activision created this formula where this is like the top, especially in the U.S., it's a top-selling game. Even Call of Duty, at its worst, it still generally sells better. There's some of the top games that are good. So Sony's concern is this, right? That game produces lots of royalty revenues for PlayStation. Um, Jim Ryan, I think it was third quarter, um, when he was pitching, you know, games as a service, the 10 live service games he's created, He used it's primarily because of add-on money transaction. Um, PlayStation's primary revenue is actually add-on. It's not first-party sales. It's not third-party sales. It's it's like almost 60% of the budget. And it's coming from Nice service game, and he named Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and there was one more game as the top five contributors to that. So when you look at it, one of your contributors to all this add-on content is potentially going to be under the control of Microsoft. So imagine if I come to your business and I'm about to buy it over, everybody be looking at it, wait a minute, Puerto Rock is about to own a revenue stream? Oh, Mm -hmm. hell no, I'm going to court. This guy's evil! He's just terrible. <laughs> don't let him, you know, don't let him control something that's a revenue stream for myself. And and mm. even if Sony did create a Call of Duty competitor, like they created the next big thing, you still yeah. want Call of Duty because that's free money. That's yeah, the vision. You know, it's you self-preservation. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about just keeping that revenue stream that Call of Duty brings to the platform and they want to keep it. They don't want that to go away. And with Microsoft potentially which I think they will, it's going to end up happening. Activision, now Microsoft controls revenue stream. And that's the big deal. We control, we will impact revenue stream for your platform. We could potentially take some of it away and bring that over to our house. And that's what Sony's really concerned about. Like, yeah. God damn it. This this huge revenue that we get from add-on transaction is gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it may that statement as. It's if to me it seems like the Sony statement wasn't well thought out. It was almost like a, they didn't have a comprehensive legal team devising that. But the Microsoft response, obviously because there was a response, uh, seemed like it had a few eyes on it. Um, and really, could Sony? Listening to you say that, could Sony just making sure it pushes Microsoft to a position to restate its point that Macod will remain multi-platform and. Uh, and And they did. Then Microsoft says, hey, if we don't leave on PlayStation, it won't be profitable, which is, I'm like, "Eh, exactly. I'm I'm like, I don't know. I think so. (laughs) PlayStation is a worldwide market leader. You cannot (laughs) ignore PlayStation. Um, You just can't do that, especially with Mm. COD. Um, I I do agree with them there. But Sony goaded possibly Microsoft into making that statement to get Mm. that intent clear because. I, I am on the fence that COD will remain multi-platform. So a lot of people think it'll just be Warzone. I think that's bullshit. I think, and uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think all CODs will remain multi-platform. But let's see. Um, uh, this is to you, Port Rock, 99 Rookie, thank you for the $5 super show. Port. Whoa, my audio's gone up. I can hear myself. I can hear you. Is there?
2: It's fine, carry
0: on. Oh. You're good. I can hear myself twice. Okay, I'm gonna turn this microphone off Um and just then we uh, won't sorry, headset hear off. You. So, I can't need a Uh I <laughs> So, Rukin with the five-dollar super chat goes, do you think it's time for PlayStation to make another All Stars and for Xbox to make its own Smash with these IPs, IPs that these companies have?"
3: I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Just don't expect the success of Smash Brothers. Because usually, when people ask that question, they want to see uh a true competitor to Smash Brothers, you're just not gonna get it. I actually think that but in its own right, it could be it could be enjoyable because I think a lot of people did enjoy PlayStation All Stars when it was out. And stuff guys guys looks like, oh you're all right guys <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Are you guys
0: hearing yourselves twice? I can no. hear everything no. twice. No. What have I done? Okay, just <laughs> let me sort this out. You guys, do right. your thing. One sec. Right. Yeah.
1: I actually think that when it comes to...
0: I, I'm a moron. <laughs> I've got another browser open. Know I'm you're such an idiot.
1: We know you're a moron, sorry. guys.
2: Shut up for a minute. Addicts <laughs> talking. <laughs> talk
0: oh, so You're, in the, talk you're in the background of the YouTube there. <laughs> You could just be going... Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. What was the sorry? What was the response? Sorry. Uh, go ahead.
3: So, yeah, so I, I think they could, but... I if actually, the people's expectations compete with Smash Brothers... But in its own right, I don't see no issues with creating and uh, stuff. I think there's a lot of characters. I mean, multiverse just came out and that became a hit. You know, yeah. who would have thought you would be facing Shaggy versus Batman? Like that's that. I don't know <laughs> I how they pitched it. it. What, what do you like, think? how do you pitch that? Like I got a great game, it's a fighting game. And I like,
0: who I'm like, cool, who else? And Shaggy. <laughs> and it worked i would have and laughed it, at that it, notion it multiverses has sold the packs the founders pack has pushed it to the top seller and it's, it's play.
3: that's what's free-to-play. insane it's a free to play that's what jim ryan is saying
0: well. absolutely he says he'll put they'll work on 10 live service games if one of them hits it'll be worth it because they make so much money mm-hmm. addict sorry what were you saying you think playstation will do an
1: all-stars no i actually think that microsoft and playstation should reach out to nintendo and have nintendo make both of them one with their characters <laughs> i think it, it, it it'd be like a cross play and like it, it would be like it would be Why like
0: nintendo? they would, nintendo be like, would be like because
1: they're the one they're the ones making <laughs> making the one that's that everyone loves like look imagine what? like imagine Multiverse like is pretty good But what I want to do, you need Nintendo doing it, because like Nintendo make the PlayStation 1 with Kratos and all their IPs, and they make the Xbox 1 with all their IPs. Then they make the Smash 1, and then they have cross-play that you can only use the characters your platform belongs to.
3: I would recommend you take that wishful thinking and apply it to Lotto. You'll have a good advance, and you will be rich. (laughs) Because Nintendo, just the first two minutes, Nintendo will be like, it's a, a good interesting idea that. though. Cross It would be nice.
4: It
0: would be, but it doesn't play
3: like, your own characters. characters. How about this? Uh, you buy a switch and you play our game. How about that solution? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's I, 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 I do that's feel double. like with yeah. with multiverse happening and more and more people finding that that success rate with, the, with those type of games and they're figuring more and more ways out to evolve that type of genre they're going mm-hmm. to be more open in the future with those kind of conversations because now there's competition in those areas mm-hmm.
0: you think nintendo will be oh, okay that's interesting they are like, getting re- they'll be watching multiverses quite quite strongly with a keen eye considering the its is, success it,
1: is huge what's what it's going to take is that one that smacks super smash brothers in the face and then they have to figure something out to make that evolve more yeah
0: well this is the competition is heating up i do think an all-stars makes sense playstation has all the ips so does xbox now once the AB, uh, abk deal goes through to make their own versions and i'm pretty sure if it's the 10 live service games that'll be a serious con- conversation to have um to make that because all-stars has a lot of potential uh poxie thanks for being a member for 11 months sporting i forgot the color of the badges but you're almost there one year thank you so much for your support great to see asa gas back on saturday good seeing addicts on the show too a great guy in the community and i will say great guy- <laughs> to rock as well poxie i saw your comments has porter rock because he likes playstation are you now willing to admit he's a nice guy uh porter rock you got another super chat directed to you from Donnell Brown. Thank you so much for the two dollars super cheques. Hey Port Rock, how about them Red Sox? Oh,
3: you're you muted. About this?
4: Oh,
0: I'm oh, sorry. Can right. no, okay, I here? muted. Can I mute? Oh no, so you're really quiet. Sorry, it's gone.
3: You might yeah. see that a lot because there's a I'm a baseball fan. New York Yankees. So yeah. Red Sox is like the enemy, so you probably see a lot of trolls might come up in the chat bringing that up.
0: <laughs> we know so, nothing about baseball so, so yeah red sox. so
3: the red sox of the boston red sox are in the same division as the new york yankees and okay. f the red sox that's 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 my answer
0: <laughs> <laughs> well okay, i'm bracing myself for stuff that i will not know is a slur against your team in the chat but let's see um so this one porterock what's going on man why okay. PlayStation games come into Xbox Game Pass? <laughs> the Stranding okay. has oh. come to Xbox Game Pass and people had meltdowns. Xbox were celebrating, even though they were saying the game is shit. Other than ponies were saying the game is great. And now they're saying there's just a walking sip. Obviously, contradictions galore. But what's your take on this? This one, that I thought, caught me by surprise. I know 505 five Games published the PC version. But were you surprised? Death Stranding coming to Xbox Game Pass with Xbox achievements and all the like after MLB the show? Surely a sign of things to come.
3: So all right. So we'll start with we'll start with any game that's not controlled by Sony, right? Because we I think we seen we seen Microsoft saying that Sony's doing their best to prevent games to going to Game Pass with their marketing deals. So if they're marketing a game or they have a deal you know depending on the game they might say hey this can't come to game pass. So we know Sony's not really all that about putting content on on you know. So how the MOB the show landed that's because MOB is the publisher. Yeah. So as far as Death Stranding going on PC Game Pass I think again sometimes if you if you little the conversation to just Microsoft versus Sony like you said Xbox guys are celebrating talking trash right? Yeah. 505 is a publisher so that's really between Microsoft and 505 on what they want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So let's 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 dial it back and see how did it get to that? How did Five Hundred Five get that much power without Sony influence? Well, if you go back when Kojima left Konami, right? Um, yeah, Kojima's very well respected in Sony, and he does have a level of influence to do what he wants. That was true. a joke by Corey Barlog, right? He made this joke on Twitter when Death Stranding got announced to PC. Everybody was like, "Oh my God, yeah, we were right!" <laughs> you know, Sony's got. You know pissed off all that stuff. Cory Ballard made a tweet. He's like, Oh, this is going to be great on PC. Somebody replied, Hey, I think it was actually uh level one gamer, Dave Whitaker, right? He asked, oh, Hey, yeah? when, when is yeah, he said, When is God a War going to PC? Cory Ballard's reply is, I'm not, I'm not Hideo Kojiba. Oh, oh it's joke. I didn't
4: see that. He said, He said,
3: I'm not hit there with Kojima, and that, that that tells me Kojima has some influence to do what he wants and where his game's gonna go, and Sony's gonna be like, "All right, mm. got it." And Koi Bass, hey, can I get shut your mouth? We'll do when we tell you to. <laughs> Kojima, yeah, got it. Phones, got it. But I I could do PC. Shh. we'll let you know relax Corey. so that's how i took it like man yeah i didn't know that i didn't know yeah he made that thing i'm not hideo kojima so that's why (laughs) you know i guess sony decides right so Kojima has a level of influence and i'm pretty sure he wanted uh pc on his market after years of being under control of konami 505 then took the publishing right so they make all the decisions right but i Mm -hmm. think the real conversation because we instantly, and some of the memes are funny, right? I've seen yeah, like i seen some funny memes. Love the collect,
0: memes. I love the it's memes. It's hilarious.
3: <laughs> but in real conversation, like if we were to look mm-hmm. at this conversation, Microsoft has touted, A, play anywhere, Xbox Game Pass, game Pass subscribers, you can play on PC, you could play on your console, you could play on mobile phone. That's what Game Pass is doing. But that's not very accurate with this game. Like, if you are a console gamer and you're on Xbox and you subscribe to Game Pass, you pay you $15 a month, especially in a year... Where there was some disappointment with Starfield being delayed, and some Xbox gamers are like, hey, yeah, yeah, we understand, we understand the delay, but can you do a little compensation? Maybe get Gotham Knights Day one, you know, something. Mm. Death Stranding goes to PC, where does that leave the console Game Pass gamer at? Like, yay! Yeah. Actually, that's thank a great God, Cody, even though I can't play the game myself because I don't have a PC, but you, I saw you deserve said, that pain.
4: And, uh, the, and the PlayStation
3: guys are like, Are you playing it? That's not the point. Like, you see what I'm saying? So it's fun for the console war, but then if we want to have serious conversation, is will Microsoft continue to make the decisions where, hey, we could get a game, but we're going to exclude, for whatever and we know why it's not on the console it's sony yeah. sure it would never go on xbox absolutely but Is microsoft okay with well even though we can't provide it to this portion of our segment we're still going to provide it for this portion yeah they just we'll just figure it out as we go along and i think that's a conversation that should we really have will microsoft continue to do this stuff like is that's it really everywhere
0: that's a great point addict i want to go go with you on that that's a great point the pc uh market seems to you know before the support wasn't there now they've gone all in play everywhere but this isn't the first time the xbox gamers have been left in the lurch as of recently They've just remastered Quake and all of those slew of games. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for me, Quake Champions, all of that, or the old uh, Quake remasters only on PC. So a lot of Xbox guys were pissed off. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not on the console. No, why? (laughs) <laughs> but that's the question a lot of it <laughs> no it's reason. like you're treating xbox as second class citizens uh in this i so saw a lot of it i'm and me and colt were talking about this and like, that's a piss take colt he was like that's a piss take like why why are xbox gamers being left in the lurch here addict what's your point because that's twice now Um uh, xbox well, particularly in a year it's such a shit year for xbox and you're still doing stuff like this. It's like, well, we're going to play and, despite the delays. What's your take on that?
1: I feel like that's something they need to work on. You know, if if they're really about this, you know, PC, Xbox, everything, uh, xCloud, everything works like so together, they need to stop having these, these PC exclusives because it, it looks bad, you know, uh, on cinematic wise. Like, I, I don't understand why if you can't get a game to Xbox, If you can, but it's just a matter of development time, you're a trillion dollar company to delay the game internally. Like, make sure they both come out at the same time. Gears Tactics came out on Xbox after it came out on PC. There's no reason that happened. I don't know why that happened. Like, and, you Mm -hmm. know, apparently they're working on Age of Empire uh, Xbox port. So it's just like, if it's able to get, I can understand if it can't. Come to yeah. Xbox, like uh, you know, mouse and keyboard support. There's a well, lot of great champions that I
0: understand,
1: so yeah, yeah well, what, Quake but, if it, but if it can, it should. There should be no afterwards nonsense, it should come out day and date with the other platform.
0: Yeah, we've got, you've you've got with
1: Gears Tactics
3: because Gear Tactics came out, it already had controller support with Xbox controllers the day it came out on PC, so it wasn't that. It wasn't mm. the lack of controller support; it was already there with the build. So
1: there was yeah. no reason to to have done a Tiny exclusive. There was reasons. I think, there wasn't. I can't get re- really into that, okay. but oh. it's just like look, like G14
3: classified. I don't. I, I don't. Ca- I
1: don't care. What, <laughs> I don't care what the reasons were, though. There's no reasons that it should have uh-huh. not been on that platform, and, and, and it's just like my mindset is you got to treat both with the same respect you treat the other. It, it, and I feel like, you know, xCloud, who knows if we're going to start getting xCloud exclusive games. You know what I'm oh, saying? Don't. Like, Because like, <laughs> I know that. that there's been a lot there's of rumors fragments of circling yeah. around that's saying, oh, they're making cloud games. And I don't know I if don't that think means like an xCloud thing. I don't know. At this point, it's just like, but that that's the narrative they're getting. It's not a matter of, you know, we see examples in other in other spaces that they they preoccupied it's just like we it shouldn't even be an option that we think is 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 possible but because they leave this little door open known as you know (laughs) tactics and uh, you know quake age of empire it's like could it happen and it shouldn't even be a a question if it could happen or not
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, Microsoft seemed to fall to quite a lot of things on on this front, what's your take on this Acer you've got Dead Stranding coming to Xbox Game Pass I are you going to play it, because me and you were at that show we thought it was so shit, we fell asleep and we queued up for how long, two hours an hour, just to watch the gameplay of Dead Stranding and everyone walked off are we going to play it now?
2: so, a few things, first of all if Xbox were to do a cloud streaming exclusive game, you just said oh no, don't do that if they did that, and the reason was because it's doing something that my console cannot do, I'd be all for it. Then, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, that's minor, minor yes. little point. Death Stranding, if I were going to play that, I would have played it already. It's been out for two or three years. <laughs> yeah. It's free on the PlayStation, which I have by my feet right now. So if I were going to play it, I would have played it. I'm not suddenly going to play it because now it's got achievements. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and... In terms of like how it got where it is, Microsoft are being pretty cheeky here. 505 as a publisher. Um, I'm not their biggest fans because they did the right. whole. Do you remember when Control came out? on Xbox yeah, and PlayStation, yeah. and they, the they gave no nice upgrade thing. options. I just, I don't think they are particularly uh, above. Oh, I don't want to say they're they're not above board because they are above board, but they're not necessarily out for anyone except themselves. They're not our friends by any means. But um, mm. I think it's quite interesting that the version of Death Stranding that is coming to Game Pass is not the director's cut, which yeah. reeks of Sony left a chink in their armor in the contract for the original version of Death Stranding that they have since covered oh. up entirely. For the director's cut to make sure that it cannot come to Game Pass, but three years ago when they were mm. negotiating this with Five Oh Five, they didn't really expect this to happen, and Microsoft ah. have exploited that weakness, and they've done it because Death Stranding has such a strong PlayStation identity, and Death Stranding Two, as we understand it, is in the works and coming to PlayStation. They're just they've done this to cause harm. <laughs> I, and I'm, I don't normally, I normally look at the they've way that these companies operate. I normally (laughs) look at the ways that these companies operate and I don't. I'm like, no, it's not console warring. These are corporations they don't care about our petty squabbles. But in this case, they have done this to cause harm, to damage that association between IP and company more so than they've done it to give Death Stranding to their PC players. Um, Am am I off the mark? Do you think that could be the case?
0: I I think you hit the nail on the head there, as always. I think you did.
1: I, I think Sony uh, signed off on it coming to Game Pass. I'm sorry. Do you think it's signed off? They haven't. Yeah, I said that they think, haven't. I but I know what they yeah, say and what they, they do aren't necessarily the same. But it,
2: like, to, to me so Sony
0: have said they haven't signed off on it? Sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. Sony I, have said that I they have nothing to do think, with it. But...
3: I don't think I don't think uh, they signed off. I think 505 is the decision maker, and Sony's like, it's is on you. You do what you want." Kind of like MLB the show. Um, they're the developer when it comes to just the Nintendo and Xbox version. Mob are the publisher.
2: See, whatever, I mean, the only, whatever. The only thing that I would disagree I, with on that, though, when right. you say Sony have said like it's on you, I think Sony have said, please don't. And that's all the power <laughs> that they had.
4: So I, I did, yeah, uh... but
3: I mean, just please don't. But it doesn't really matter. I think if Sony didn't really want to do it, they would have not re-signed the license. But then they weren't going to give up the
1: license because a baseball game without professional players is useless. I just find it hard to believe that a company like Sony was able, they didn't think about it going to game pass down the road and put that in the contract. Like, I just, I just find that hard to believe. Like five Oh five got one off on them. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like just part of me just feels like, you know, Sony's just considering, you know, uh, you know, this game, Death Stranding, the IP, it's something that they're interested in, but I don't think that they see a huge portion of it in the future. And not to mention, you know, they don't own the developer. Maybe that changes in the future. But see, I, I see at this point, they're just
2: trying to to make as much money off the brand as possible. thing is, that, so Death Stranding, though, it came out initially a few years ago. And when Sony were negotiating these contracts, Xbox Game Pass for PC was not even a thing as far as I know.
4: I was gonna so say I'm exactly not
2: saying that Sony is yeah. stupid and not aware of where the market is going, but I think this is an oversight.
0: Yeah, because yeah, hindsight but... makes yeah, a hundred percent. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Look, this is a, when when did Death Stranding come out? came out about three, four years ago, they wouldn't have decided the Game Pass is gonna be at this trajectory I, five five it's
3: 2019. Like, And it was announced yeah. for PlayStation PC from the get-go. So that was just, already it wasn't like a mm-hmm. PS5 exclusive. It was already announced for both platforms. It would just come out on PS5 fir- or PlayStation first. So that was mm-hmm. already in play. Because again, Kojima, you know, like Cory Barlow said, Kojima, he, he gets what he wants. I guess yeah, true. <laughs> Me personally, I feel like,
1: like Sean. I, I feel like he was a little bit more, you know, reserved when it comes to to their IPs, and I don't think Jim Ryan shares that concept. I think if Jim can make money. Jim will make money, and I think it, anything's up for grabs because he puts stuff to PC, you know. And it, it, it's not like it's <laughs> a games going to their competitions; going, it, it's already on PC, and yeah. you know the sales probably already died down. They're like, put it on Game Pass. Let's make some money there too. So it, it, <laughs> I don't
3: think Sony's making money off this. I think Five Hundred Five, the publisher, is the one taking responsibility. But let's go back to Sean Layden. Sean Lane was the one that actually greenlighted games going to PC. It was him. A lot of people think it's Jim Ryan. It wasn't. Um, Sean was Lane went. Say, on,
4: yeah,
3: Sean yeah. Lane went on Jay Barry's podcast after he left Sony. Uh, Jay Barry Persona on their What's Up PlayStation podcast. They were able to get an interview for him. And Jay Barry's mindset was Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan. So he talked to Sean Lane like, "Hey, how do you feel about you know something paraphrasing Jim Ryan making these decisions?" Sean Lane's like, "No, that was me. I made the decision <laughs> yeah. to put game." And then Jay Barry's like. Uh, What, (laughs) like, wait a minute. And he explained his reasons on the show, but it was his decision to expand PlayStation portfolio onto the PC. Now, his reasons may be different than Jim Ryan taking it over. His reason was he felt that advertising to PlayStation is not going to make PlayStation grow. He had to find a way to reach beyond PlayStation and see if those games could be like, you know what, I didn't realize PlayStation could do this. Let me me at least get a PlayStation so I can enjoy these games day and day, whatever. That was his mind. His mind was expanding the IPs that's already cataloged. They've they've done their time. They got two, three years on the block, put it on PC, maybe get some PC gamers to be like, you know what? These first party games, even though I don't like ponies, these games are actually good. Sony's actually doing a good job. You know what? I might get a PlayStation as a secondary console so I could play these games day one. That was his strategy. I'm not sure what Jim Ryan's strategy is. It could be totally different. It could be what... You know, Attic is saying it's more money-driven and more day-one money-driven. But the whole association of PC day-one, I mean, um, PC, going to games, not day-one, but going to games to PC, that was already greenlit by Sean Layden, and he already had mm. a slew of games that was already in the pipeline to go on PC.
0: They've got the metrics. They've got the detail. They, I mean, we know Jim is not happy. where he. Jim Ryan's logic was that he... You know they they don't want to be like hindered or just like sequestered to a twenty million player base. They want to see it go wider. I and Sean Layden, like you say, was always the proponent of pushing it to PC. Who's the architect, perhaps on on this plan? And I don't think it's Jim. This. uh, this uh, perception of Jim Ryan being the money man is a thing. I think, and I said this on X and C on Monday, I think you, uh, people underestimate that, you know, people think that Jim Ryan's at loggerheads, the West with the East and old school Sony heads in Japan are like, no, and Jim Ryan is fundamentally at loggerheads with them and changing their business. No, the Sony knows that it needs to change tact. The industry is changing. Whether we see day and day on PC I I still find, I, if I was Sony, I would say, don't do it. I was like, do it a year later. Do it two years later. Because core gamer gamers can't wait. Sean Layden's idea, what you said, Porter Rock, makes sense to me. is because then you have the associations like, well, look, this PlayStation game seems to have pretty the consistent quality. I will get a secondary PlayStation. The fact that you don't know when a PlayStation exclusive is coming to PC is enough for people to pull the trigger on playstation i think it's a smart move i've said this for quite a long time it'll be interesting to see how things pan out but i'm with you Acer. i think it really was um and the the director's cut off death stranding is quite insightful i think you're i i mean this is all conjecture here but i think sony were caught unawares or with this and what you've told me about Five or Five games, it's it's quite interesting. It's one of those those companies, you know. Go out the way they'll make a quick buck. That's fine. It's business, I guess. Um, Shabs, inevitable. Thank you for giving the Dead Stranding PC codes. That's very generous of you, and also for being a member for eleven months. ago, goes. I just want Sony to allow third party sites to have digital game codes and not lock them onto their own store. Gives price competition. I didn't know they didn't do that, so there's that uh, fair enough uh yeah absolutely that, i didn't to I,
2: be a, I just like to pick up on that really quickly that's something that people everywhere should be pushing for it would make such a massive difference to pricing when we all complain about the price of digital. games digital yeah digital marketplaces the reason that the prices are so fixed where they are is because it is a closed marketplace if you want to buy a playstation game the playstation store is your only option so if the yeah. the recommended retail price is 70 dollars, then that's what you're paying for it And it's, yeah, Xbox is similar. Um, I could be out of touch on this because I haven't looked for a little while. But on Xbox, um, the reason that it was a little bit more open is because they more often, when they bundle games into consoles, they give a digital code and those appear on marketplaces. So there are certain games on Xbox that you can buy really cheaply for a a digital store. Um, Maybe it's more open than that now and I've just missed it happening. But as far as I know, this is a problem all around. And it's a problem. It's the reason that PC gaming is cheaper than console gaming. So yeah. when you look at the fact Absolutely. that you can go to a key site and buy a PC game cheaper than RRP, that's because the marketplace is open. And that is a genuine issue that I wish people would actually push for and complain about. Like, Please open these marketplaces. It will be better for everyone. Absolutely. So to touch
3: on that, When PlayStation did have digital game codes on third-party markets. There was no competition because their price was based off the store mm-hmm. price. And I'll give you an example. So when I bought Street Fighter v, a couple of months after launch, i saw on amazon they had it on sale for 30 bucks the physical copy and i'm like okay so they give you the options to convert it to digital so i said you know what let me just select digital so i could download it by now instead of waiting for the physical to come in it went up to 60 dollars i'm like wait a minute why is amazon selling the physical which technically should be more expensive because of the physical case for 30 but the digital 60 and i'm thinking you know what let me log on to the playstation store and it was 60 dollars and since mm-hmm. that day, I kind of like, just for content creation and knowledge, every digital store that had a code just reflected the PlayStation. So I don't know if Sony mandated like, hey, you cannot sell this game cheaper than what we have on our store. So if our store says $60, you sell them for $60. When we say $40, you say $40, right? Mm. The only difference is, regardless of the price, the store would get a cut. And I think that's why Sony eliminated. It's like, if we're going to sell it at $60, no matter what, why give 60 2%, 3% or whatever the deal is to Amazon or to Best Buy. We just yeah. cut them out of the loop and not give them any royalty fees. But I don't think there was third-party competition on the Sony platform. I think yeah. whatever Sony said is to cost digitally, everyone had to reflect Sony's price from what I seen. That's the problem, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's what happens when you have a closed market and that's the advantage of PC. PC is like, you know, kind of like the living world where you have a bunch of stores and you have more than one place to actually buy content and it's set by their own price not the one source let's say like steam like steam isn't the source of all prices for everybody Everybody everybody's prices and that's a huge advantage of pc
0: that's that's a massive advantage for pc that offsets sometimes even the the eye-watering hardware entry costs depending on the price of your mm-hmm. rate but i will say like you did correctly say that steam isn't the be all and end all of your to buy your games However, I'm very surprised by this. For ages, people said PC gamers will never pay $60 for a game. Oh. Have you looked at Call of Duty Modern Warfare's top sellers? On the top sellers list... For the uh, $70. $70? And it's at there. Cod, Modern Warfare to PC gamers. You lied. Your balls aren't as big as you said they were. Um, there it is. I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you. It's on the top like cancel Gaz, don't cancel me, uh, <laughs> Infinite Umbra. Uh, He's just a messenger.
3: you the guy You're responsible for your words.
0: If I'm responsible for words, I have not much time left on this planet. Uh, I'm very reckless with mine. Uh, but yeah, so that's something to to bear in mind. I'd be very interested to see like this price gouging. We say PC gamers will never pay for it. If that gets ratified, please don't ratify it. Because that's one of the best parts about PC. Open market and not bending over to this price. They're the last bastion of resistance on this full price thing. But that may be going away. Let's see. Carl Vosavarado, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. It goes, good to see P-Rock on the show. More like this, please. I am trying. But P-Rock, you are uh, a shining beacon and opening the floodgates although we had playstation Citrix before we had blaze and but blaze is like a little bit more pacifist you're if i'm an Xbox, you're a pony mm. that's the you're, you're the equivalent of a playstation guy of what i am as an xbox guy so it's good to see man and hopefully we get hopefully you on, on the future as well onyx thank you with the five dollar super chat bro gp place uh pc app is trash oh game pass pc app is trash we don't get mlb the show we literally wait like six months for doom and for other games look it up we finally get a win oh this is in counter to my point that xbox keeps getting shafted whereas xbox, uh, microsoft is focusing on pc more all right fair enough i that's a good counter <sighs> Next up, okay, that was, I think that was the last super chat. Chatting four hundred people watching as well. Thank you so much. Smash that like button if you're enjoying the source. We have got just a few topics more to t- tackle on this point. Delayed games, man. This <laughs> this year is a fat L for just every game under the sun is getting delayed. And those delays cost like, about del-
2: ten dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's all every time a game is delayed, that development budget is going up. That's your seventy dollars games.
0: Messy, messy Acer. What? What is going on? What is it? Like we're out of COVID. Are we Evil West is delayed? We've got uh, High on Life, the only good game for <laughs> Xbox that's been, well, still coming this year, it's in December now. We've had uh, Hogwarts Legacy been delayed. I mean, the Sony games have been delayed. I can just name them off. I haven't even written them here. Um, what's going on? Addict this year's is a shit generally are we gonna see this why do devs even announce release dates are we gonna see the same thing in 2023 2023 is so stacked now my backlog is already disgusting anyway but now we're just like it's a bit unfair like what are we gonna do with all these games coming at once
1: I feel like Dez need to stop announcing shit too soon. Like, they, yep. they, I know they want to do it for like shock factor and they want to like show they're making a game for, you know, some people actually apply for their studios. I know there's a lot of things that go into it, investors, but it's just like, at the end of the day, does it matter? Probably not. But as a gamer, <laughs> yeah. it's frustrating. Uh, and and, you know i am cool with them taking their time but it's just like did you have to announce the release date like and then you i knew this was going to happen because when we was getting all these announcements it was it was holiday november like how you gonna say (laughs) it's in november but not the date in november like so (laughs) like they pretty much just came out and said you we don't know when this shit's coming out like
0: yeah yeah but maybe why did they do that why did they do that is this just to tactically get get feelers out there? Is this competition there? Are they scared of God of War? What's going on, man? I have no idea.
3: So I think it's, two, it's a perfect storm of two things. Number one, the transition into next generation with hardware that's going to push new technologies and things that developers have to get a grasp on, and then COVID. Mm-hmm. I think COVID okay. really slowed down uh, the tempo for developers to grasp these new technologies, work together in teams, um, you, you know, if anybody, uh, working from home is very challenging as compared to being in the office where you can instantly be like, Hey, can you, can you come over here and take a look at this? You don't have that at home. You're trying to call the guy yeah. and the guy's asleep when he's supposed to be working or, you know, they're on vacation on the job, whatever, you know? So there's a lot of challenges I think that slowed down the mentorship or the team collaborations to get these tools and work together and really get the most on top of, we're entering a new transitional period of just getting great technology. Like we haven't had a jump like this in consoles for a while with what Microsoft and Sony is doing. It's just great tech, but great tech is only as good as the people who can take advantage of it and learn to trade. And I think COVID really put a hamper the the pipeline and it's kind of like an injury, right? You could snap your bone within a second, but it's going to take about eight months to heal. You know, you could, yeah. you could damage yourself <laughs>
4: real quickly,
3: but it's going to be a little while to really heal yourself. And then the rehab And then to get back into fighting shape. And I think that's what kind of like as a metaphor, the industry is going, you know, their ankles got snapped. Now they're going through, you know, recovery and now they're going through their steps of, you know, just trying to get back in the swing of things. So don't be surprised if this further gets into 2023 as well. This could be something that really,
1: really slowed down the pace of great things to come in the long haul i'd rather delay yeah. than a broken game i'm getting so sick and tired of broken games obviously yes. i honestly feel like the cyberpunk uh, treatment that a bunch of people handed well it was mainly sony you know we're going to delist your game from uh, i think everyone needs to do that shit if your game is broken to a point we delisting your shit from everything you won't sell yeah. your game and i feel like that is the only way to get your point across because after a couple yes. games they're like yo we can't delay because Xbox going to unlist us. PlayStation <laughs> going to unlist us. That's going to cost us way too much money.
0: Yeah, Xbox not going to do that. They allowed Halo Infinite to release in the state that it did. So uh, maybe Sony's the last bastion for doing that. Capono, you ask a good point in check. Is what, Gaz, everyone adopted to COVID. How come Microsoft hasn't? I Like I've said before, Microsoft has management issues. And I side-eye there, management of studios. And I'm sorry. I know Phil Spencer, you watch this show. Sort your shit out, man. Sorry. Um, um, on that point, like this, these delays, like... Uh, to be fair, in- now,
3: this mm-hmm. is going to be rare in defense of Microsoft. To be fair, Sony's coming off probably, possibly one of their best generations in the PlayStation brand. Microsoft is restructuring and coming up with a new plan, new idea. So Sony was probably in a better position to withstand the COVID thing. They had a. They were in a bit better position because they had their studios in line. They were already Whoa. working. You know, because think about it. If you if COVID hits, one publisher already had their pipeline. Everything's in store. One's trying to get there. One's trying to hey, a. Yeah, much of the
0: fucking shit ton like of money. All this money, doesn't, money, it,
3: it, it. money, doesn't recover. And there talent, it is. Ideas like you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the right people in yep. the job. That's a whole different story.
1: You it's know?
0: and look at Halo Infinite.
1: Microsoft's uh, got Apple. plenty of talented people. They just need better management to to mm-hmm. put these these studios online. line. Like, and it's like I do think a lot of it has to do with they went. They they were still. I feel like they were still in a transitioning area when when they bought Who, all these Microsoft? studios and they were having to do this during the pandemic. On top of that, it's oh, just yeah. like look, like you know, Perfect what's funny story. is that the studios that they bought wasn't even seem like the issue sure you you have you have some and it's like i said when you have as many students as microsoft has now you're gonna have rebel childs you're gonna have bad sh- children that ain't doing what they're told <laughs> but it's just like how did you let infant get to that degree like whoever job is moderating halo infinite it's like bonnie ross talks to the people that go and talk to them the people that go through there you know matt booty like they all need a better communication style with that maybe they just felt okay 343 has been with us for a while. We don't have to to navigate with them as much. And then it got to the point where they're like, okay, we've we've delayed this game enough. We're just this is coming out hot. Like it's nothing we could do at that point.
0: Bro, they had they Bonnie Ross
2: just <laughs> muted himself, right? Uh-oh. Just me? I think cool. Yeah, so guys muted. So um, he's
1: having crazy oh, He's having a day. He's
2: <laughs> he's having a day. You know I mean? guys, we get used ex- to it.
1: Oh
3: I get
4: Porter I think, Rock did that I, don't let lie you.
3: No, I think I think his fan base is teaching him a lesson. Don't you ever invite Porter Rock on this show again <laughs> or you will not speak. <laughs>
4: I don't know what's oh, going what's on. what's he
2: doing now? Guys, please don't <laughs> drop out. You'll ruin everything. Um the only thing so a lot of people give Xbox a lot of leeway on the lack of games that they've delivered. Um Phil Spencer has been in charge for a long long time. You'd give presidents and prime ministers less time to run a country and you judge them on their efforts so i wouldn't say that it's fair to like i don't think we should be necessarily cutting xbox a lot Mm slack for the lack of games that they've delivered with the studios that they've bought and all the rest of it yes games take a long time to make but he's had a long time he's had a long 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 time about
1: was announced how long ago like what four years five years like some crazy number like that like Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, it might be three, but even with three, like, we still, yeah, we hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Just it's a long time, man. You have some of these games coming up on four to five. I mean, how long has it been since Compulsion's game has been oh, a development? Yeah. That's at least three to four years avowed. Like, I think it's not even a matter of, a matter of like these games taking forever because we understand quality takes a while and especially working during the pandemic i know for a fact certain studios didn't do nothing for six months to a year because they the studio just wasn't structured to work from home like that but it's just like it's the fact that all these games in 2018 all these studios where are their games where's the fables like where's updates on anything like
2: yeah and you know the other thing so on delays like A lot of people point to COVID and the pandemic, and and rightly so. It has impacted development in some ways. The other thing that it's done, though, is it's pushed people like us and all the people that are here in chat to check social media and check gaming news way more intensely. So delays aren't new. We've always had delays, but a lot of people spent a lot more time at home and a lot of people looked with a lot more focus. And we know that gaming had a massive boom and a lot more attention. So... Delays are also felt more because more people are paying attention now. It's the other thing that COVID has done. But Gaz, we heard you briefly. Gaz is, Gaz is not here. I'm going to leave him on the camera because I find it entertaining. We're going to carry on talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he's, he's ruined it. Ruined my fun. Um, should have said nothing.
3: Should have said that.
2: I shouldn't have. We, we should back. have
1: just nodded. We should have just nodded like. Just so, like, yeah, yeah, Gaz, we hear you, we hear you. <laughs>
4: yeah, just, <laughs> just see how long it takes before he I just stops.
2: <laughs> I want all the hundreds of people that have tuned in to to have a good time and have something to listen to, but I also want Gaz to suffer.
0: <laughs> I think I'm back. Oh, he's uh, back! Yeah, back. you made it, bro. My go, the Question is, Gaz, out are right you really now? back,
2: or are we <laughs> just messing
1: with you? I don't know what's going on. It's just, just like, like
0: phantom buttons are moving on their own. Um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I just i got i got lost in the sauce you're right there gary i did get lost shout out to splendor for his gaz you bumper, can't stop playing with that mic so i i can't believe it's i not read that touching out. The um, buttons. <laughs> splendor for us, you are messy um sorry I, i'm not doing anything it just started failing on its own there i wasn't touching anything um but yeah look i by the way isn't co-op supposed to come out on alo infinite now isn't it supposed to come out <laughs> I thought it was already out. No, that was just like the beta, early yeah, access preview, nonsense. Yeah. The actual preview. Yeah, we need the game. Where is it?
1: It's At this b- point, I don't even care about Call of Duty with You, <laughs> and you have
3: you two gave maps. Up Attic.
1: Attic is done. You're done. Right. I, I've been done with Halo. Like, look, like I think Forge will get me back in there because I'm a, i am I like doing stuff like that. But it's just like, what? Well, you know, never. Have mind. you let seen me, the stuff just...
0: people are creating on a Forge? It's a slap in the face of 343 who can't churn out maps they forge communities building better maps than 343 i get it for 343 built forge in the first place but damn that's embarrassing where is the new just, content it's just I so just, bad
1: i feel like when halo infinite came out they're like look we have issues with content they should have got contractors together which i don't know anything about development It was like. Go remake old maps. You don't gotta make anything new. Just yeah, remake old maps. Let's do that. Like,
0: <laughs> give us Zanzibar, give us Blood Gulch, give us all the old maps. I don't know what's happening with that. That's the that's the scary point. And I keep getting in the neck, but the initiatives handling, 343's handling, compulsions game, fables of God knows where. I just, with David Jaffe, got a lot of heat. I agree with him 100%. And it's not a slight on Phil Spencer. I just feel like they need tighter management. None of that's happening. You have to, we can only judge by the output. And that's why it's just it's just a bit embarrassing. Uh, that's why Xbox always keeps you at their toes when it looks like it's a surefire went hardware, Port Rock, you know about the hardware. Xbox was going to be, the Series X was going to outperform quite considerably. And yet, well, whilst it's doing it, just nowhere near to the extent that it should be based on raw. physical I think specs. that was just community expectations. They just some but the raw hardware did. is quite hard as well. And there's an yeah. element of community expectations. So, well. so,
3: so I don't know if you're familiar with uh, uh, I want to say Best Wishes Tim, but Optimus Code, he really taught me about your hardware is only as strong as your weakest link. You know, um, mm. you could have some exaggerated great performance and stuff in one area. But if on the background, tools, compilers, the people that actually work on stuff, that's all going to relate into what a console can do. In my opinion, so kind of like with the whole day and day with PC, that's why I'm hoping Sony doesn't do day and day with PC. And it's not because of who gets to play the game. But in my opinion, if you have developers that's only focused on one console, they can work those issues. They can put time in those issues. They can make sure, hey, this one device we're focusing on will get the best out of it. And then we'll move on, kind of like Rockstar. It's funny, no one complains about Rockstar purposely delaying the PC version for a year because they they said themselves they will focus on the console because they created this expectation of creating an amazing console quality product. So they do that, and then they finish off on PC, and that's how mm-hmm. I see it. I but want to really briefly everything... hijack that.
2: I want to really huh? briefly hijack what you said there because I agree huh? with you. Um, you said something there about... Sony being able to laser focus on their hardware in a way that microsoft are never going to be able to again because everything that microsoft develop is coming to console and it's coming to a range of pcs so they can't Mm -hmm. laser focus they can't afford to in sony's case we know that they are whether it be soon after their playstation launch or whether it be six months a year two years after either way sony now know that every game that they're making is coming to pc as well so as a business They have to consider that when they're developing these games, right? Do you, do you think that Sony's strategy now, whether there's a delay or not, is going to hurt Ooh. the quality of the games that they're bringing out?
3: So that's my concern, right? Because mm. I bought a PS5. It was Sony who sold me the PS5. It wasn't EA, Capcom, all these third-party. They're not making promises. Sony says, hey, this is what you're going to get a PS5. This is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. Mark Cerny had a whole, you know, thesis, you know, from MIT. Boring, like, lecture <laughs> on the stuff, all that stuff. But I expect something from them. I'm not going to hold EA. If I got a sense that Sony's now, like, a multi-platform, you know, all these devices, and they have to cater to all these devices, and I'm like, wait a minute, you're kind of like encroaching on third party now i'm like all right so now it's time to which device is gonna give me that best experience and that's why i said multiple times that if sony ever does day and day i'm just gonna get a pc because to me console gamers get the short end of the stick whether it's performance or imagine i'm playing on the ps5 version of a first party game but i have to play paid to play online but the pc version is free i'm like i can't deal with all that if you want to make a PS5 or your future PlayStation consoles just a device among devices, and they all get the games day and date, then I'm going to go for the device I think that will best fit and me get the best experience based on hardware okay. and slight, not so much slight on Slight reframe.
2: Focus. Slight reframe. Let's say that you were Sony and you were making God of War Egypt Edition that comes after Ragnarok. <laughs> Egypt Edition. Right? Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, that would be a nice place for them to go. But would you, as Sony, would you tell? Sony Santa Monica to develop this game with that laser focus on the PlayStation 5, which is an inefficient way to develop things. Would you say laser focus on the PlayStation 5 and fucking Nexus can deal with it afterwards? Or would you say this game is coming to PlayStation and PC, so be sensible? So if you were Sony. from the business
3: side, that's, that's where it's coaching. Yeah, so Sony, they're probably going to go with the first one. Don't laser focus, which is where... As in a consumer, I'm going to be paying attention well, to that, right? To... What I would like is, hey, PS5 has all these advantages, make the PS5, and then, hey, Nexus port it and figure it out, which I don't think would yeah. be too tough. It's just I think it's just whether which minimum spec hardware can cater to the laser-focused PS5. The thing, the, that's, the, how, it... that's how I see it. But business-wise, money will say, hey, generally do a good job on the PS5 and then transition easily so we could get it have a year to port it. It depends on that strategy. Oh, uh, but that that's that's where from a from a PlayStation fan, a console gamer, that's one of my concern is. And at I'm that gonna... point, fine. If that's the decision and that's what you guys doing. In fact I'd be I'd be more relevant to just be open to Microsoft. If you're gonna do it, just say it you're gonna do it. It's okay if you're gonna say we're gonna support PC fully. Just say well and then I'll just make the decision on where I want to play based on the, what my expectation is.
1: The, I've talked to a couple of Des about this because it's there's always people arguing uh, on IOP over this. The way I was described is the only issues making games for multiple platforms is smaller companies, generally Sony, Microsoft, they're not having the issues with multiple platforms. It's usually because it's it's a time thing, it's a money thing. And if you have both of those, you could pretty accurately do it pretty, pretty, pretty successfully. It's 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 all about a matter of like an indie one thing, you know. They'll they'll go off mm. like a contract thing where they're like, look, you can make you can port this game to Xbox. Um, we can't pay you, but we'll give you a percentage of the sales on the back end to pay you on that end. And some people want their money up front. There's a lot of like speculation going on that. But generally, what I've been told is like AAA games, as long as the budget is there, they don't have issues with the porting.
0: I disagree with that because Remedy Entertainment's tech director, I forgot what his cause, um, he actually came on and he actually said it was such an absolute headache to develop. Well, I don't disagree with that. He said that. This is just a a dissenting opinion of his. And he cited the Series S as being a headache to develop for. Not because his hardware specs were weaker or anything, but just like just another skew to contend with. We've had um, David Springate. Um, He talked about the headaches of catering, or the challenges, I should say, of catering for multitudes of hardware. And David Springate developed Dirt 5, by the way, and now working for, uh, you know, uh, playground, playground games. games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and these aren't small studios. The headache yes, the, and...
3: The, 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 and the, i the, seen the, clinics, uh, developers talking about, it. like, I think there's a confusion between being able to get it done, right? And I think maybe, I think, Attic, I think what you're trying to say is bigger studios, bigger publishers no, can they, get it they, done.
1: That's what Which I'm saying. Like, they, there's they a can, difference they can. between having they, a headache of doing yeah. something. They can get it done. There's oh, challenges okay. to every job you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. But that's true. if you have All the right. money to push it through, you can do yes. it pretty successfully.
3: So, so, so I agree. You can get it done. But I think the conversation is there's a difference between you're just focusing on one console and get the best out of it. Or if you have multiple devices, you can still release a good game on the console but you're not going to get the best out of it because you don't have the time to do that. You're just going to generate... And that's why I said I don't hold EA... I'm fully with you. Yeah, I don't hold EA to give me the very best experience on the PS5. That's not their... They didn't advertise it. But they're going to give me a good game, but are they going to give me a Naughty Dog level good game?
4: Mm. Probably not
3: because Naughty Dog can zoom in and be like, yeah, we're going to show you what to do. But what happens to Naughty Dog if we say, hey, Naughty Dog? You're still gonna have to put this on PC, so and Naughty Dog I think PlayStation like, loses
0: a big advantage there. I, I think that could cause the dilution of the quality you associate with PlayStation if you start doing what the business sense of catering for business for PC day and day, as opposed to getting Nixus to do it after the fact. Don't pressurize these studios to think about PC from day one. I think, Sorry, I think,
1: these, I think these high you know, talented studios could easily make a PC port and their console equivalent and not miss a beat. Like I,
0: I, I I, I, I'm not a developer. I cannot contest this, so you may be right. Actually, let me ask you
3: this. Which is an easy environment, Addict? If you only focus on one hardware and just focus on aspects, specs or if you have five various configurations, which is the
1: easy environment? And I get that. And okay. like, and I that's said, it. That's all we're saying. Well, can you let me talk? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a difference between. We all fight each other. You know, right. maybe 15, 20 people doing this. Like, that. that's what these studios got two to three to 500 people working in them half the time like not to mention subcontractors they had on the back end most of the time they actually hire another studio to make these ports like it's not like it's all being done by a core people like if it needs to be done these studios they the the hire contractors to help like there's a lot of revenues these studios do it's not just like a matter of one like nexus like you don't think that if they were making let's say god of War ragnarok at the same time and they obviously that's not going to happen but you don't think Nixus can't help them develop the pc port on top of that like, simultaneously yeah. with the development of the PlayStation so side? just just quickly
2: yeah. though so just really quickly though so if you look if you look backwards so sony's advantage historically and, and pizza has already said it naughty dog is like a great example the last of us on the playstation 3 playstation 3 was notoriously difficult to develop for, and i know things aren't quite there now but the PlayStation Five is its own distinct set of hardware, and a studio like Naughty Dog, that push it beyond what anyone think it is possible, like anything that people think it's capable of doing, that world doesn't exist anymore. If they have to consider the PC, and you're you're right, you're not. I'm yes. not saying that at that you're wrong. That like multi-platform development is the normal. I mean, Microsoft have fully adopted it, and everything that they do is multi-platform. And every third party has fully adopted it, and everything that they do is multi-platform. But Sony haven't adopted it yet, and I think it is really significant whether they do adopt I it going so. forwards because it makes business well, sense for them to do so. It, like they're going to look at the numbers and they're going to say, "We'd be fools not to develop in a multi-platform environment if we're releasing multi-platform games." But it will hurt PlayStation in a sense. Go on.
3: So I, I had kind of skirted around the question because you just went back to multi-platform can be done. That wasn't the question I'm asking. If you had. Whatever the contracts, temp agencies, Nix is whatever, and you told everybody, hey, we're making a game for PS5. So everybody on this team, we understand, oh, what about P? We're not worried about PC. So don't talk about PC, PS5. We're all teams. Everybody's zoning on this. Is that an easier environment? Or hey, you guys, you got the PC side, so I'll be supervising you. You guys got the MD architecture, this, that, and third. Which is the easier environment to collaborate, coordinate, and make a game? But the thing is, it's it's one studio. Again, I'm not arguing that it cannot be done. That's not the question. The question is, which is simply easier to get the whole team and everyone you hire to make a game. One hardware device where everybody's zero focus or a multi-platform environment with various configurations and devices and
1: um, ranges of hardware. The situation is it's not a matter of if they can do it, it's when. Most of these games doing this, how it would go is they would make the whole game and then they would port it afterwards, which I would tell a game like Final Fantasy VII Remake, it generally a project like that would take anywhere from eight to 12 months to port. It's, look, I get it. It's just, they can make both, but it's going to extend the development of the, of the game. You don't think, I mean, you mean to tell me that you know, Red Dead Redemption can do it. Uh, I mean, look, look how beautiful that game, how quality that game was. Grand Theft Auto V can do it. You got, you know, Ubisoft been making multiple projects at the same time EA's would do it but PlayStation can't do it like I just don't I don't get I don't I don't no I that. didn't but that's
3: that wasn't my question my question just simply which is the easier environment that's obviously, all I'm asking obviously which
1: is the one's easier the easier environment. environment but both can okay. exist right. in a world of triple A that are okay. actually being funded yeah. in a budget. Yeah. Okay but, now so example let
2: me just really quickly say so, because let's look historically again so previous generation PlayStation 4 Pro Xbox One X <laughs> We all knew very clearly which piece of hardware had more power. Yeah, a lot of people will tell you that The Last of Us Part 2 was the best-looking game last generation. I'm not necessarily saying that's my opinion, but a lot of people will say that. A lot of people will say that Sony's games have always been industry leaders in visuals, despite not necessarily having the best hardware going. Adding, do you think that would still be the case if they were developing with other platforms in mind like everybody else does? The
1: thing is, is a lot of the time these ports. Look, I, I get what you're saying, but I just, I don't see a world where they take advantage of the the PS3 or the PS4 hardware, and having in mind that they're going to make a PC port or even making it on long side of it is going to affect the quality of that game. I just, I just don't see a world on that because we got plenty of examples of other publishers doing it just fine. It's just. Not a matter of if PlayStation do; it's deciding on when they want to do it because they don't want to do stuff day one.
0: Uh, PlayStation typically have led the charge. Yes, Rockstar, uh, I would hold in the top esteem of all, including Naughty God. They're the superior. They're the number one for me. But I do think I've always said it like the if you this could be significant. If a PlayStation, in my opinion, and again, it's conjecture, but in my opinion, if PlayStation has to cater for PC day one, that means you, that possibly, like Aces, you're alluding to, that quality that we associate, it naturally will go down because they don't, it's easier to focus on one, squeeze the juice out of that hardware, then let Nixus worry about the port after. That's what I would do if I was Sony. Uh, I don't think you would. Actually, should...
2: I think if you were Sony, you wouldn't do that at all. Oh, that's of what you want them yeah. to do. i want them to do, sorry. That's what, the, right. that's what the PlayStation console owner would want them to do. You want them uh-huh. to get the absolute maximum out of your console, but from Sony's point of view, that doesn't make a lot of sense as a business. So yeah. I don't, uh-huh. I'd like them to carry on doing that. I don't anticipate that they will, and that's why it's interesting. But
3: and I think a to a point, With third-party I success, how many third-party can compare to like the top games on Sony? I think the number one company is Rockstar. But I don't yeah. look at EA makes great games, but I don't see them as like the top quality, get the best out of your console, especially and even some of their best selling IPs like Madden. Like Madden, I think 2021 used stadiums from 2019 and they didn't even bother to change the number. And you're like, what the <laughs> yeah. hell is that?
1: And the game was $70. And you're like, what the Elden hell is Ring. that? Mean? I mean, I'm, I'm not. Elden you know? Ring. I'm no, not, like, not going to well, dance think, around in a circle. Like, yeah. we just have to agree to disagree on that. No, no,
0: absolutely. And it's good, good to get your. Like, it's, it's great that you had that dissenting opinion. This is what we love here. Uh, and you're right. And I don't know where the answer lies, but you could be right. They could simultaneously develop. Doesn't mean any dilution on PlayStation's mantra and quality of exclusives. You could be right there. I, uh, I feel, don't want to feel like we're ganging up on you. And just my, no, no, that.
1: it's fine. I, I feel like my last statement on that is you can do it. It's just, are you willing to fund it? I, I, I'll resort mm. to that one. I'll try to meet you guys halfway. It's
0: like
1: one more question. I'll ask you this
3: one question. If for whatever reason, you are giving me another analogy. No, not an analogy. If for like whatever reason CD Projekt Red decided to make Cyberpunk 2077 a PlayStation exclusive, would you say would you be saying that they would have the same exact issues when they launched it the way it did? Would that result the same? If they say, you know what, PlayStation bought the rights, Cyberpunk 2077 we're only developing on PlayStation 4 and PS4 Pro. Sorry, guys, we understand you're all pissed off, backlash. Damn you, CD Projekt Red, you're the bane of our existence. Fine,
1: whatever. <laughs> but they're only developing on PS4. They would have had the same result and issues. Well, that game wasn't running on PS4 like that, first off. Second off, you are right. If it came down to making one console, they would have a better port, but that's not the argument. The argument is could they do both (laughs) of them simultaneously. That's That's the argument. They would have a more polished product, but I don't know about scalability (laughs) or (laughs) the graphics in in that term. I don't know about that. They would have probably a more polished content. Mm -hmm. But let's, like I said, you guys get... Games like Red Dead Redemption, GTA 5. Yeah. These are very polished things that was released Rockstar, simultaneously. And, and I get that, but all it takes is one. That's all it takes. And one. they wait one, a year before PC. is doing it, and all it takes is time and yeah, money. But
3: Rockstar waits a year to port it to PC. They don't do day and day with PC with those games. But I know, I'm talking about on
1: multiple platforms. No. Like, just because it's not on PC, they still release it on two consoles. No. Mm-hmm. You don't think that doesn't take time and money? Yeah. <laughs> like, so why is everybody else not like Rockstar
3: then? Because you're saying one is enough, but no. Oh In fact, God. to, pro- I'm, I'm to not, prove evidence, no, not, you usually need three no more
1: examples. Or I'm not doing this no more with T-Potter <laughs> i Do it! Just say, <laughs> just say, I could probably name more examples of studios not doing it than you can. I mean, you you, you, you bring up something like, you know naughty dog you know saint monica like they they are very talented studios and it's like i said i highly doubt that if sony came to tomorrow and said look we're going to give you some some extra funding for a pc port collaborate with a studio or make one in-house and i doubt that they're going to say like we can't do that like and I, I don't think the quality is going to miss a beat i just don't let me ask you a question mm-hmm. i are think the think quality that? will miss a are bit. you familiar with mlb the show Oh my god.
3: What about MLB the show? I'm saying are you or familiar what? with it? Yes. I, I, I suggest called, you find out the community's reaction ever since the game went multiplayer and see what issues they're having now. Ever since so you um, know the you the, know the the, these... the the quality went down. Everybody's now looking at MLB the show as this is the Madden of baseball now. That's what they're calling it. It's pretty much mad. So you know and is fact- your is your contention that's the that's the, that's the that's the community's
0: feedback, and that's why I didn't buy last But last are you game, suggesting that's because it went multiplayer?
3: It's just, it just the quality is, is, is now going down when it's never that, and the community <laughs> so, sees it. The so PlayStation you- community sees it. And you can ask them. You don't have to take my word for it. Everybody's like, something's this is getting regurgitated. They're regurgitating a lot of stuff. It's almost that NBA 2K Madden feeling now. When we didn't have that before.
1: But but that. at that point, you're just speaking in an alternative version. Like you don't know if that's the gonna be the game. Like it'd be different if there's glitches, because I feel like that mm-hmm. is a, an attack on the quality of it. But was or, or but but my point is you don't know if they were gonna regurgitate this in, in later iterations of the show anyway. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you see two K doing it, you see Madden do it. That could have been enough motivation to regurgitate stuff because they're still gonna buy it. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: But that's a Great example there, p on MLB. Possibly. 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 Conjecture, again, an indication of this multi-platform development. Diluting quality. Addict, that's a good point. Thank you for your dissenting opinion. We love that here. I I side with Acer and p on that, that. I think I'd be worried if I was...
4: I, I will just say I, will, I
2: really wasn't trying to cause an argument. I just think there's only had was. a decision to make, um, and the impact of that decision we can we can speculate on the on how significant that will be. But they've definitely got a decision to make on how they approach development.
3: I think I think yeah. I agree with ASA that it's going to be more business decision, which I think is will also influence future consoles. I think Sony will try to do less unique. Even though the PS5 is not that unique, but you know they try to do the SSD and hardware I.O. and 3D, smart shift. I don't think you're going to see less of that. I think they're going to go back to the more great CPU, great GPU, RAM, similar architecture to PC. So the best PlayStation 6 might just be just more T-flops and an easier architecture, more in line with PC, so that way they can accomplish that goal but i do agree so i think it's going to be 99 percent business decision not one percent oh we got to protect the console gamer i don't think that's going to be it at all
0: i hmm, are there, well i used to credit sony for that and nintendo really for that and <laughs> I nintendo
3: I that's see. a different animal they are 100 <laughs> back in their hardware to the point where here. Yeah. (laughs) They don't even care if third parties like, Hey, we can't make games for your hardware, then oh well then you don't make it. Not our problem. We want more people to buy Nintendo anyway. That's their attitude. So they're not giving up on that.
0: Yeah, well, that's what makes them great. Gamer by Choice, thank you for the $5 super check. This is a great show, and thank you for having Porter Rock and Addict on the show. Asa is amazing at making people think about my views on gaming. it is is very amazing at making people think about your views on the gaming. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> Gamer by Choice, whose views we are thinking about. Um, thanks to Acer. I might have read that wrong, but let me... Dallas, Lazaro, you piece of... He all complained about everything. Because most boring topic in the history of the show, he always complains. He's the kind of guy who will have sex. After he's released, he's like, Oh, well, it's done now. It's done.
4: Now. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it's done now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's that's Sorry <horror> for you. <laughs> he's always there. He will be quick to have a negative, quick a super chat. You have the most useless super chats in the history of our show. But thank you for your support. Love you, Dan. Sorry. Um, last topic, gents. It was good to chat on that. I want to talk about uh, Gamescom prediction. Well, but before that, it looks like this: "Life of P," not urine, uh, but "Life of Pinocchio." This uh, lies, spiritual life, lies of P. Li- oh, <laughs> "Life of P. I'm oh, sorry, lies of P. That was, that was the P. movie. I, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "That's the movie." <laughs> lies, lies of P. Uh, li- lies of uh, lies of P. who sounds a weird name. The Bloodborne spiritual soulsborne game looks very, very impressive. Uh, there's rumors suggesting that this might be a Xbox game Pass day and date game, so and I think it's coming out this year or early next year. I don't think we have a release day on it, but if you haven't checked that out, do check it out. The game looks stunning, but apparently that's going to be an Xbox game pass. <gasps> looks like Xbox is opening well, the only thing it seems to be able to do is open up its wallet. And buy something because 2022 is looking rubbish. Have you seen Lies of, Lies of P? Port Rock. And what do you think about this game? No, I haven't.
3: This is the first I heard of it. I'm looking at it right now. And just from like the images, I'm like, wait a minute.
0: It's playing on the stream right now. I don't know if you have the stream up. Ace has done uh, his magic. Um, but this is a game that looks very impressive. Uh, we were talking about it on XNC on Monday. Just And I, I didn't hear about it like you um, until Colt mentioned it. I was looking at it. I was like, yo, this game looks incredible. And I was a big fan of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. so th- oh, and People say it looks like Bloodborne. I get it. But Bloodborne's more Lovecraftian than this game. This game is not that. But it's amazing. It's actually the story of Pinocchio. That's right. Jim Ryan is the main protagonist in this. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't have a heart attack, Bartrock. I'm not attacking your favorite exec. Uh, but this yeah. is about... No Pinocchio. exec is my favorite exec. I'm <laughs> playing with you. <laughs> I'm playing with you. But it's <laughs> Pinocchio and it's in this weird world and Geppetto? What was the guy who created him? I forgot the name. This is young. But this is a multi-platform game, but it's going to be it's multi-platform though gas so the quality will be bad says patrick nice troll there <laughs> patrick i've never suggested that but that's uh i like that there's a possible game that's coming out on game pass so hopefully will it's true will saves us a lot of money and the game looks absolutely stellar um but gamescom is happening next week 24th by the way i'm not uh, we're not attending Gamescom because we would like to, but I'm actually attending a friend's wedding um, and I won't be in on the Saturday show. But Gamescom predictions, Acer's going to be hosting it. What's your view on it, Acer? Do you expect any goodness on Gamescom? Because we've been to a few shows that have been burnt by EGX. Do you think a- Gamescom is going to be a repeat of? <laughs>
2: um, no, I'm not expecting a lot, so... Sony aren't there. I don't think Nintendo have a big presence there. Microsoft have come out and said, we're not showing you anything new there. Um, Third parties have a bit. Liza P is an example. We know that that is there for the opening night live. The the strong Mm. rumor is that it's on Game Pass, which surprised me because I thought we already knew that it was on Game Pass, but I might have been mistaken. It's got Xbox marketing, and almost every game that has Xbox marketing ends up on Game Pass because that's Mm. what Xbox want. Um, So... Yeah, if it turns out that Liza P appears on Game Pass, don't look surprised. But as um, for Gamescom, because we told him, yeah, well, because it's Xbox marketed, so
4: yeah.
2: I'm sure. I'm sure it's <laughs> Phil's opening pitch. He he walks into the room and he's like, "Can we buy your studio?" And they say, <laughs> "No," and he says, "How about we put your game on Game Pass?" And that's how the negotiations <laughs> progress. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, besides that, I mean, Gamescom million, I think is sorry, going to be a really 600- cool <laughs> event. You can in a second. I think right. it's going to be a really cool event for the people that go in and they're going to like, there's another Xbox fan fest. There's going to be a lot of people meeting up and having a good time, but I'm not expecting a whole lot of news. It'll be a pickup from the last few weeks, though. So I'm sure we'll have some stuff yeah. to talk about next week.
0: <laughs> I hope so. No, no, it should be good. Um, And I, uh, Microsoft, uh, by the way, 600,000. That's how much Microsoft paid the cooking simulator. Developers to get their game on Game Pass six hundred thousand. Can you imagine how much they paid for Death Stranding? Yeah.
2: Six hundred thousand. <laughs> so context. <laughs> so this is it's very Strand, very rare. It's very very rare that any developer comes out and they're not allowed to tell us what what. Yeah, Xbox have offered them for Game Pass. This one studio have slipped up, but the so as far as I know, the cooking game, um cooking simulator, whatever it is, came out three years ago. It's well received. People like it, so it's it's a good game. But it's a $20 game that has effectively <sighs> almost stopped selling. So you'd have to think this has to be pretty much the floor of a Game Pass deal. 600000
4: Oh, wow. I wouldn't expect
2: that. I mean, maybe. So we've got Midnight Express is like a one-person studio. They might have bitten Microsoft's off for less money. I'm not saying... I, I've not spoken to them. Yeah, I don't know probably what they got some, as a it's, deal.
1: It's definitely the rule.
2: But yeah, broadly, this is the floor for a Game Pass deal.
1: Bloody hell, man!
2: So,
3: how March much do they pay for what is that? Outriders or
2: not yeah. more than 600,000?
3: How, <laughs> yeah. how much is MLB that... game for MLB the show
2: every year? Mm-hmm. A hell of a lot more than 600,000, yes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, damn. But I wonder Microsoft what they really a... the bank. They, they do, do but if anyone, even if anyone that. Anyone can do is it, them. That's crazy. I still think they're taking a risk there, by the way. I know we've talked about the sustainability thing here quite a lot, but like I've always said, Microsoft, no matter how big their budget is, they still need to prove the numbers. That's a lot of 70 billion on top of ZeniMax billions at a top of how many cumulative millions for these deals that they're paying on Game Pass. That is an eye-watering amount for Cooking Simulator. If that's the baseline, they are paying a shit ton of money, man, to get these games on yeah, Game I Pass. Say, I say
2: that. If you actually run the numbers and you say, like, Microsoft put roughly 10 games a month onto game pass if they were mm. all similar figures you don't need anywhere near the subscribers that they've got to run a service like that so i'm not saying six hundred thousand is like a figure that should make you say game pass is doomed or anything like that because it's really normal yeah. but it's just like it's a and data to, point we haven't had many data points and now we've got one it's,
1: yeah that's not true to men- not to mention when you have contracts ending of games that's already on game pass and they're renewing the contract or something like Mm. clearly you're not going to see you know hear about oh this contract's ending and you know because i know moonlighter it's been in there for like two years it feels like and i doubt they did a two-year contract so i'm assuming you know they uh they re-upped that a couple times because it's probably you know a game that's played a little bit on game pass especially outriders how long that's been on there like
0: yeah, What's I mean, outrun has been on there for ages, uh, Beer Buyer says, are you kidding? There's nothing. I expect them to pay at least 10 to 15 mil for a AAA game. What's 600k? 600k for Cooking Simulator, though, bro. That i know it's only one data point that's a lot man that's a lot but hey i'm not worried about microsoft wallets they can afford it they just spunked 70 billion like it was nothing so i'm sure they have enough money um game of my choice thank you for the five dollars super chat. sorry try to multitask i'm old so are we aces good and making people think about their views on gaming great show guys and panel as well thank you so much you didn't hit super chat that uh i thought i was misreading that in, in the first place anyway re-
1: but Hmm? i was just say i think the reason that they're open to like you know when it comes to getting stuff on game pass like support and subscriptions i think they're probably going to look at that a little bit more but i think okay. when it comes to, like buying ips buying studios um i feel like they just seen that as an investment so they money do not sit in a bank and devalue from inflation i think that hmm. was reason that they're yeah. open they're spending that kind of money because yeah. i mean all that money sitting there devaluing like that it'll probably cost them more in the long run
0: Absolutely, that's principal reason why I think that a lot of these investments are being made is like the money is devalued. And they're sitting there; they might as well better off spend it. And the metaverse push and all that. We've covered all the topics of this week, but I want to add an additional topic because we've got P Rock here, and I just like want to you know one. We're in the community. I, I see all the beef and all of that. I'm just trying to talk gaming and have one more time restate the we need to as content creators playstation it happens it's human nature you have divisions and all of that i want to bring that all together even if a massive rabid pony or a blithering expert like me when i make my source videos i think it's important that we still have a forum because i wasn't here when you mentioned this for uh zaire started this podcast uh, and i was like oh what's this about and you BGST. had all these people. Oh, Big BGST. I think it was an oh, Xbox podcast. Uh, right? Uh, oh yeah.
3: It was. Yeah. It, it was what started the movement, especially for the Xbox community. It was a, it was a f- entertaining, really entertaining show. They will find ways to tie information that was completely irrelevant. Like I said, we, uh, like I mentioned to you on Twitter, uh, yeah. when Sony announced that they're shutting down their PC division, there was a podcast saying that, hey, Sony's broke, and PS4 is going to be nothing more than Indies and multiplats and marketing. Because they can't afford to make first party titles. And they were very convincing. It was Tim Dog. I think Showstopper <laughs> was on there. Crap Gamer Z all oh, that show was that was the Sunday show of its time. And it was entertaining yeah. and stuff like that. You know, it was a very entertaining, you know. And yeah, they were there. No. And for the most part, though, they did provide. Uh, a venue to where I say, hey, it's okay to play on Xbox because Xbox was going through its dark times, you know. You know, 1080p is for real gamers and all this weird nonsense. <laughs> <you know>? They <laughs> held the line Sunday after Sunday, you know, <laughs> and it was it was pretty incredible <laughs> what that show did. It was pretty hilarious. It was funny. And they got it the was. community talking,
4: you know. It I'm sure it
0: was because people are still talking about it. People yes. still, and I miss that and I really regret missing that. Um, <laughs> 99 Rookin just actually reminded me of a Massive topic that I completely ignored. I Thank you, Rukit, for the
3: And Pony was from Z. He used to have a little pony. He created daughter. the term. Yes, and he used to be like, "Yeah, my pony got a fat ass," and he created <laughs> that term, and it just, it, it just got, it just took off. But he was the one that called, you know, PlayStation guys Sony Ponies, and he had a little My Little Pony toy. And he used to have it when he was doing his own thing. It was funny. It was hilarious. Uh,
0: I missed out. I missed out on the good days. I missed out on the good yeah. days. But it's good to good to have you on here but uh, before we go into the final topic on embracer buying the hell out of everything um i do want to ask i don't know why i'm on camera i think asus disappeared so i'm just literally on camera (laughs) i don't control the cameras um but i was going to say pira how do you think this genre is going to end is it going to be playstation still dominating or do you think microsoft gonna have it on its on the ropes what do you think So, so I think
3: Microsoft is going to do a lot better this gen. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's all going to be incumbent on the growth and game pass and stuff like that. I think the one advantage Sony still has over Microsoft is that it's still looked as a worldwide brand. It reaches mm-hmm. in so many areas where Xbox is still. And I think you being in Europe, you could know a sense of that. Um, yes. let I say when I, when I lived in Germany for two years, I was surprised how little people don't care about Xbox. Some didn't yeah. even recognize it. I was surprised how little influence i think microsoft uh with the xbox brand making it into a more worldwide brand will hope its fight and stuff like that but if it remains more regional like us even though us is a big market but it's yeah. just one snapshot of the whole globe and stuff and i think right now nintendo and sony overall still has that everywhere four corners of the earth type appeal and view i think mm-hmm. microsoft's game pass could leverage that and it's just, it just depends. But they got to stop at a certain point making these mistakes. Like, these mistakes that they're having, got to learn yeah. from it, recover, and then execute. But if they keep fumbling, you know, they're tripping on their own feet. So I think I think Microsoft, Microsoft definitely, Xbox will be in a definitely much better position as compared to the Xbox One. That's almost certain. That's almost certain. They're yeah. going to be in a lot better position. They have a lot more studios. They bought a lot more studios. So they're definitely going to be a better Xbox. Possibly have the best xbox gen in a while
0: yeah no that's that that's fair enough i think it can go either way i don't have any confidence in like full faith like a lot of people have because of the studios and all of that but you're right anytime they keep fumbling they massively dent the momentum that they keep work hard to build um addict what do you think you think how this gen will end
1: what the xbox thing you guys are talking about
0: yeah xbox playstation nintendo who how will xbox fare? if you gonna but, but let's just forget nintendo for a second do you think xbox could potentially dethrone playstation this generation
1: i mean when it comes to like the games like you know the studio mishaps like all that can be forgiven if the games actually come out and are good uh mm. you know I, i'm reserving judgment until i start seeing some of these games coming out then i'm gonna I'm start judging uh, if these games come out and they're good people are going to go where the games are uh, mm. I don't know if that's going to be enough to like you know get a lot of people that's on the the PlayStation brand to get it I, it might be enough to get them at the bare minimum to get them to get an Xbox unless they got like a PC uh, so you know that, that could get enough on that end now if you put in the Call of Duty branding where you know they'll probably start marketing Call of Duty the year after next you know that's going to be mm. something that they're going to be, be able to use and you know, I, I brought up that for the most part, you see people that have the branding for Call of Duty, they, they do really really good every generation. Uh so it's it's there's a lot of variables that I don't feel like we have we know a lot, but we gotta see we gotta see the fables, the avows, the hellblade twos, like we gotta see progression. In the money that they're funneling in these studios before i can like really give a a definitive yes or no if that makes sense like i got to see yeah. the games at least yeah. a couple like one or two like damn like at least i like, <laughs> haven't seen
0: anything but for the horizon uh you're right that's a sensible approach i still think i don't know i feel like a mug for thinking that i think xbox could a- inch at this gen because i'm more excited personally about their ips than playstation's ones they seem more exciting this
1: but mystery, as far as man, the it. cool
0: yeah, there's a yeah, they're, but the PlayStation has the mystery. But too much mystery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more faith in because the, their quality mark and their the the
1: track record speaks for itself. But no, I'm talking about Xbox. Like a lot of their games, oh, have mystery,
0: mystery. Oh god, the mystery. Well, they've got a lot. We know a lot about their titles and the games that they're announced. We've got Perfect Dark, Fable, Avowed, well, Elder I, Scrolls, and I all guess... of these. But the quality mark is mess of question mark
1: i awesome guess what i'm like pointing it to is like we know some of these games some of them we don't know but we don't know what they're going to turn out to be we don't know yeah. like that we know what hellblade one was we don't know what a, a more budgeted hellblade is is it the same is it is mm-hmm. it more like there's a lot of mystery behind xbox and i guess as content creators it works better for us mm-hmm. but it's just like let that first game it's probably going to be starfield the one that really Designates with Microsoft. I think you know. Even if if Starfield comes out and and it's not what people think, I think people will probably give it an excuse. So it wasn't. It wasn't. Don't give it an excuses for the, Starfield. No, no, no excuses I, what People are gonna say. I don't saying, give a
0: shit what people say. They just have to slap if they make excuses think, for Starfield. Nah, fuck that. No chance. Honest, no I, chance. I, I, you have to be unrelenting. You have to demand that I swear, Xbox, if you make, make excuses for Starfield after the halo capping, impossible. Starfield stands the best chance of reviewing world. They delayed it, all of that. But I swear, addict, if I see that excuse from them, I, I will actually gonna see punch it. someone. I mean
1: if if the, if the game comes out and it doesn't hit like it's supposed to, you know. Damn well, guys. We're gonna see oh, some I'm... Twitter post that says, "Well, this wasn't really under Microsoft."
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but they give props to Psychonauts too. That was there under the umbrella for like and, three months. No, and, no, no,
1: no. That's look. It's just that that's how Twitter is, man. Like mm. you, maybe you should log off Twitter that day if it's not if it doesn't oh. hit the way it does. Like, you know, I'm, I'm worried about your blood pressure, man. Log no, I'm worried about that my day. blood pressure. It's just like, look, I, I think Starfield will show us a lot. Like, regardless that that wasn't entirely under. Microsoft's brand—it's going to show what these studios can bring to the table. uh You know, oh, that's, that's what says. it's going to show.
0: When you speak about Halo and Starfield, you just sound entitled, my dude. Bro, oh, oh. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like the everyone from the Halo community—let's take Halo. Everyone from the Halo Hidden Experia has been scathing on it. The guy's channel is about Halo, and he should be scathing on it. Starfield. Phil Spencer himself, from his own mouth, has said how important Starfield is for them. That that will be the quality mark. That's it. That's Phil Spencer saying it. So, of course, I'm going to be saying that quality. Phil Spencer, what was his words? Consistency and quality are really important to us when he announced Starfield's delay. Quality and consistency. So, show it. Show not his mouth. Okay, his fingers. Devil X on Twitter, but yeah, that. So just hold it to that standard. I ha. Huh. Anyway, I can get just rant on about Xbox's uh, foibles. But last topic, I have to thank you, Ru- uh, ninety nine Rukin, on this thing. Embracer, Acer. I know you disappeared. Embrace is buying up a shit ton of things and no one is batting an eye. Well, no, I don't know if the FTC is. Now they've bought the Lord of the Rings rights, the Hobbits, they've got That's limited crazy. run games. That's insane. Uh, what, what I wonder they? how much
1: that costs. Just the Harry Potter. I wonder how 600 much $600 Oh, no. They're they the,
2: t-
3: the price. Yeah, so um, i read an article. And it's not everything. There's still rights that still belongs to Warner Brothers. So it's very messy when you peel the onion back. But apparently it's uh, around okay. a $600 million deal. That's a lot of money. Full what? Yeah. Full so, so there's, it's just, it's very, so there's apparently the Lord of the Rings, whatever something universe in the Middle Earth universe. It was very complicated, but whatever they do have rights to, it includes merch, board games, video games, movies. Yeah. But there are still some things Warner Brothers still own going back to the 90s that still pertains to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah they're still mix up, but they do have a, a good, huge abundance. So pretty much Embrace Your Group got all the good shit, and they got all yeah, the good yeah. shit. <laughs> they, got, they got some good stuff and stuff like that, yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah. But at, but they- but, yeah.
4: It's really Lord complicated. of the Rings I'm licensing has like- been
2: complicated for a long, long time because yes. it's so split. The books are licensed separately to the movies, so yes. you can have like one publisher has the movies, somebody else has the books, but the movies are based on the books, and the likenesses <laughs> overlap, and it's, it's been complicated in games forever, and it just remains so. So we know that Embracer have got those that IP. I think more interesting than Lord of the Rings, and I'm, I like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is a difficult difficult IP to bring to games because the um the magic elements of it are quite understated. So every developer that deals with the Lord of the Rings game struggles with that to a degree. There's not many there's not much magic in that world, but people kind of expect to be casting fireballs. So that's um Mm. that's Lord of the Rings. The thing that's more interesting is did you see that they also got some IP from Sony? That's been way huh? less Razorville? reported on. They got they yeah. got things like um they got Sly Cooper, they got Legend of Dragoon, they got something else.
0: I didn't know that. Wait a minute, yeah. they got Legend of Dragoon. They got
2: that's the one that I'm interested in, yeah. They got the um they oh, got the on, IP hold on, hold on. Legend of Dragoon from Sony.
0: How do we I didn't I didn't know that. Sly Cooper as well. Mm. But they also um I think I was, talk... Who was I talking Who's the talking I was talking to Rand. Rand was saying they've also bought Uh, a studio that they can't announce yet because of complicated business reasons or something. But we don't know. that. But apparently that is so expensive. That's probably their third most expensive acquisition in terms of monetary value. And they don't have to just, they're not disclosing it. But, But what is this price? I don't know where they get the money from. I know some Arabs fund it. Uh but there's where is them where do they get their money so from? All Embracer, uh, Embracer
2: are a Swedish-based company and they got a lot of their money from Swedish banks and Swedish government. They've got a lot of funds from Sweden, but also a lot of global investment things. So they're just they are a company with lots of money that have come from lots of places, <laughs> and I wouldn't worry too much about it, to be honest.
1: To be honest. <laughs> but they're with an interesting you, player, huh? yeah. I They are a very, very interesting player. I do feel like with all this consolidation, we do need companies stepping up to take some of these places like the Bethesda's places and stuff so i mean as long as it's better for gaming in general like we get better quality like harry potter lord of the rain games i'm all for it so it's yeah. just like but if these companies don't do what's right by these brands and, and actually make good games then it's like I guess we really lost nothing. But maybe let's see how this Harry Potter game is uh, coming up. But it's just like, you know, if that doesn't do well, then... Which I think that game's going to do good. It looks good. Uh, But it's just like...
0: uh, Harry Potter game, the game looks... I mean, normally movie tie-ins are not even in a conversation. Is it a movie tie-in though? I I mean, any movie... Sorry, what I meant to say is games based on movie IP tend to be typically shit anyway, apart from, you know, the rare ones like Goldeneye. But... Hogwarts Legacy, the reason we talk about this because the gameplay showing was so good and so yeah. comprehensive in its content. That's the way you uh, show
1: gameplay. Microsoft, yeah. listen to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it's just like, you know, when it comes down, I just want I want better games. And if they can fund these better games, then cool. Like I just don't want them to take a bunch of studios and stuff and just keep funding out stuff for quick money back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I do feel like that's an easy trap to get stuck in. Uh, it's just, we have to see, we have to see what actually they do with these IPs and these, uh, these, you know, the stuff they've bought.
0: Okay. Uh, RRD says it's the third most expensive out of this set of acquisitions. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, yeah, no, you're right. And additional competition is the key here. I just wonder whether the FTC will keep an eye out on this because uh, hoarding talent and buying talent is also something that could have, you know, competitive measures against things. Port Rock, you look like you've had a epiphany there. Have you checked the no, leg- so, Legend of yeah, Dragoon? Yeah,
3: I'm really looking into the Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Because if anything, if this is the only way to get a remake then, oh, well, then th- th- it is what it is. But I think Embracer Group or any third-party company will probably don't receive as much ridicule as Sony or Microsoft, only because, like, a consolidation by a third party, but it still results yeah. in everybody playing the game. So yeah. Embracer Group buying studios or even Microsoft, I mean, not Michael, uh, EA or Take-Two it's not going to be 10-10? looked at as the same as because they don't have a platform. Yeah. But Tencent, Embracer Group, CD Project Red, oh, yeah, buy all you want because everybody, you know, but let's say if Embracer Group plays Koi, and they keep buying, 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 and they absorb huge amount of talent, huge amount of IPs, and then one day it'd be like, hey, we're going to get in the console business. Now they you're can, like, whoa, but- whoa, wait a minute, whoa, what are you talking about? Like, what are you doing? Like, you got a lot of IPs, and that could signify now I got to buy the Embracer console to play all the games. Is you I, want, look I at it. like,
2: Embrace yeah. a console, no. Embrace a subscription service, maybe. Oh, that way. Oh, yeah. um, console, no. Uh, I want to completely dismiss the the thing that I said about those PlayStation IPs. pieces. So I can't find anything about it. I can't remember what I read. Definitely did read it, but maybe it's complete nonsense, so don't quote me on that.
3: It could be somebody just interjecting something. Yeah, all right. That happens a lot. Remember, these articles are written for $20, so we already know yeah. <laughs> they're not investing that much money into articles from IGN or whatever.
0: Get well we a- run man. a gaming it, aggregation platform, uh, people get paid a lot less. So there's a lot of it. Yeah, a- or nothing at all.
1: But a- hey <laughs> man, if you guys are right, man, and you know, making that one game, what one console good. Maybe yeah. Embrace a Group needs to needs to yeah. do that. We need some quality yeah. games because well, this year been kinda been kinda I'm rough, seeing. man. Yeah. Kind Embrace rough. is
3: not responsible for a console duel, so it's not their <laughs> job.
0: But you're right, though, Rock. If, if FTC is, uh, has any brains to it and few, they have to consider in terms of consolidation, it shouldn't just be focused on platform holders because you're still you know, hoarding talent, you're buying all the studio. They could future-proof. Future, think about the future. Like what could they potentially do if they're buying all of that? You buy all that talent, buy all the studios, you've got Eidos, Montreal, all of these, and then later on get into the gaming space, boom. Then
1: you have an issue, they- right?
0: That's
4: good
1: the difference would probably be and I know it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, we might not agree with it but like they are still a third party. Like there's no reason to believe they're just going to start like locking these down. It, it's it's hard to tell. Embrace your group next next year announces a console. You know what I'm saying? Like I I think the difference between like Microsoft is like the the opportunity to just yank that shit away from the competition uh, mm, because yeah. there, there's, there's no real, I mean, obviously there's competition regardless if they're a platform holder or not, but there's less competition knowing they don't own anything in the state, you know, besides yeah, yeah. like competition to other third parties and first party studios. But at that point, it's just like, they're most likely not going to just pull this off a platform. Now they might be more open to ex- timed exclusives and exclusives, yeah, uh, because it will help pay for the uh, you know the the development cycle and stuff. But I feel like that's the reason they don't really like magnifying glass this because it's not really a lot in the race itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wonder if the FTC will. I think you're right though because the way it's strategic third party, they might just walk away pretty comparatively. Uh, you know, um, well, not as. And Band also, who would, who would be, be. be the
3: dissenting voice, right? Because obviously, Microsoft's trying to acquire Activision, That's you a see good Tony, and they're really the only ones because they're the only ones that really would be impacted. Nintendo don't care, and other yeah. third parties don't really care about this. But who would be the dissenting voice against Embracer Group doing this? I don't think anybody would be like, ah, uh, so they'll probably yeah. have very little trouble.
0: Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to get any resistance. The FTC is not going to really bother. Plus, they've got a $70 billion thing to deal with. And, mm-hmm. and that's got all kind of eyes on it because it's a political exercise. Lots mm-hmm. of eyes on from politicians. Hog Shout out to Hoggy, by the way. He's dropped Game Pass Ultimate three-month code and 2,200 Halo credits. So you can get those bunny ears uh, in lieu of the lack of content Halo Infinite has. <laughs> I know you like that comment. Others think you... Um Gary Bowick, thank you so much for the five dollar Australian makers. Embracer Embracers, the dollar store mall. What? They got Eidos, they got Tomb Raider under their belt. I'm keeping an eye on them. They're not budget uh the budget.
3: And they're about to fire, out. or they already have, not sure if it's already happened. The Square Enix, like Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's already done or in process. It's, I'm not it's sure. done. It's done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so, that's
0: and if, if you look Tomb at, Raider,
3: Marvel's Avengers, that's all. There.
0: Uh, Gar- Gary, Tomb Raider did fail for Microsoft, but critically it did well. Um, and it, the game's quality was great. And Guardians of the Galaxy was great. And Marvel's Avengers got like Asus covered quite well in his video, destroyed by its monetization model. The quality is still there. They've got masses of great talent, but. Yeah, let's see. Resistance is dead, says Other Zinc, just like PlayStation. That's Other Zinc for you. He (laughs) is mental. Uh, Hoggy and Shally, thank you for the $5 super chat. A little Sony love. Spider-Man Steam Global (laughs) Code and God of War Steam Global Code. What the flip, man? Hoggy, that's so generous of you. Everyone put heart emojis in chat for Hoggy, who's no doubt the most generous person I've seen in this community, just giving out codes just out there, just shout out to Hoggy. If you did uh claim that, please do let us know so we can just say, Well, congratulations, gents. It's been great chat. It, we've gone over the two and uh, 20 hours, uh, two hours, 20 mark. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Both of you, gents, thank you so much for your takes on this thing. Are we what I have to come back? We have to come back. We've had I've had a lovely time um before. We gave you gents a chance to do your outros. And uh, Shabs drops a Spider-Man Steam Global Code as well. Shout out to Shabs Shabs and Hoggy. I give give
3: props to these guys. They're making sure people get the chance to play games. Good job. Absolutely.
0: And Shabs and Hoggy are on it all the time. Mm -hmm. They're so uh, just so generous, man. Just uh, I see the hot spam. Love it. Um, Before we give these gents uh, a chance to say their outros, Acer What's in store? How are you going to handle next week without me? Pretty well, I'm sure. But uh, what, I uh, am not you doing?
2: I'm going to carry on doing all sorts of things. I need to start some Cult of the Lamb. I've not started that yet. I want to get that. Oh, yeah. um, it's got a nice Twitch extension. So am going to play that on Twitch and let people vote for hardship, which I'm sure Tony will. Um, and I'm going to carry on <laughs> running around on my treadmill and having good fun. Next week's show, we didn't really discuss, but sure, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. Everyone come next week. <laughs> um, and yeah thanks both both you gents that have come and given us a conversation and uh, the sensing opinions and all the rest of it it's been good fun so that's Absolutely. it that's me Ad-
0: <laughs> that's you lord addict it's been a while but we got you here the and i hope we get you back soon and tomorrow it's the lord's day i hope you had a good time i hope you had a good damn golo. and uh, what's in store you're muted by the way
1: oh, yeah my bad <laughs> yeah I had a good time i appreciate the uh the invite uh, you know, uh, I haven't podcasted with Puerto Rock in, in a long, long yeah, time. No, know. Uh, but one one thing I, I do want to say is, you know, uh, you can catch me on um, Twitter, at, uh, Lord Addict ILP. Um you, know, you can catch me tomorrow at 1 p.m. on the Iron Lords podcast. We're actually going to have Brad Sams on. Uh, he, he's going to be on oh, the, yeah. uh, the podcast. So that's going to be interesting. Brad especially, that's be
0: interesting. Especially, he's as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially with the the topics tomorrow. King already talking in the, in the oh. chat. Like he, he going to be really messy tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to be able to contain himself with Brad Sam's in there too. Uh, so You know, you, need a, you need
0: a pony to counter. You need a pony because Brad Sam's an bot as well. You need a pony to counter. Just get a pony in there.
1: Uh we we, we these, shows are, show. these shows are already too long, man. I ain't trying to add yeah, a- so <laughs> I see like
3: a couple of times a four-hour show. I mean they were great. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow, this is like a <laughs> well, what, picture what's,
1: event. What's crazy is why we've been on the show, uh it looks like some of uh Destiny's next content's getting leaked and Fortnite and Destiny having a collab. That's that's crazy. Oh wow. Uh, But, you know, uh, it was a great show. Uh, Definitely. Everyone like that. Hit that like button, man. Let's get those likes up, man. I appreciate. Hopefully uh, uh, you'll see me back one day.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much, and I'm sorry it's taken so long, but we finally got there, and it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And definitely check out ILP; their show is something else. And I don't need to say it to them; most of you will know the Iron Lords. They really make that Sunday special. Last but certainly not least, Butter mm. Rock, you joined us in the Well, Well, keep people thinking they we're an Xbox podcast. I think it's me because I'm an Xbox. But look, I hope you had a great time, man. Oh yeah, I hope so you you killed it. You killed it. Okay, and I'd great. love to have you on again.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for the invite. Great, great uh, momentum. I think it was great uh coordination between all of us. I mean it was yeah. a great conversation. It didn't get crazy. Right. It was this is how it should be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, same opinions, different opinions, each of us learning something, new view and stuff like that, new perspective, which is always great, which is why I love conversations in the podcast not so yeah. much on the twitter twitter space is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: yeah you're yeah, not, gonna, you're
3: not gonna get much out of that well um, <laughs> but this was great thank you so much um for everybody hey i have my own 60 phrase no like podcast every tuesday 5 30 p.m eastern time uh it's not a xbox bashing podcast at least it's not that's not the intent Um, <laughs> so, so of course i had some xbox gamers show up everybody's all welcome uh, to bring their opinions i'm a complete believer in the First Amendment. So please subscribe on the show. Uh, love to have you guys come up. Uh, love to uh, be there. some time. We'll love it. And yeah, uh, yeah. thanks. Thank you so much for showing up. And don't forget, I'm your Thank only you. friend in these YouTube streets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> brilliant way to bring. that. Uh, he is your only friend on the YouTube streets. Thank you, Isla, for linking his uh, uh, stuff. Please do check it out. I have checked out Port Rock's channel, uh, channel as well. as brilliant content as well. Uh, so please check both gents' uh, content out they are absolutely incredible content creators and we hope to be back next week with more videos have you noticed we're making more videos more content coming more diverse because a lot of gameplay we have let's play off a certain fighting game that's taking the world by storm until the next time please smash that like button hit that subscribe share it out help us out and thank you so much everyone for the super chats. Thank you for the people who didn't even super chat, who are turning up for keeping it civil and chat. Shout out to the mods. Especially shout out to Isla. Um, And we'll see you next week. Take care. Peace.